Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you want to Why produce it? Why don't you start a podcast? I'm going to steal him. Do you want to produce it? Yeah. Hey. Listen, I, I don't want to brag. It's a but hot I'm, commodity. I'm, I'm on the rise. So <laughs> you want to catch, I mean, I'm moving you to New York. Catch I'm going to have, yeah. I'm just, I don't want to brag. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You want to catch the wave now. Yeah. Before it gets to the muddy waters. She doesn't yeah. know who to trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a good gray area where you can leech. <laughs> And it's got to be at the precipice uh, right before she ch- achieves worldwide global domination. What would you call it? Sorry? What I don't know. Hmm. But I, I really, that's another goal of mine for this year. I'm like, I got to start a podcast. The Hodo Hour. Hmm? Yeah. But then remember you said 20 minutes, like something short? Oh, like I do a, like, oh, that. like a yeah, like a uh, Bill Burr. B- oh. Bill Burr, you ever heard his podcast? Oh my god, I I used to watch. I used to sorry, listen to it all the time. Uh, and then I s- started noticing that the way I told jokes on stage was changing. Starting to sound like oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I would say, oh Jesus Christ! And I'm like, I'm not from Boston. Mm. I'm not a white guy from Boston. What am I? <laughs> well, it's yeah. funny because you said all. You didn't say all the time. You said all. I'm like, oh, did oh, I say oh, that already? She's ah! already getting into that's, that's New York Rivers. Yo. That's the Joan Rivers. Uh, in her. That's you know what I love about his podcast please. though? Every once in a while, I'll I'll listen to clips of him and Nia fighting. Mm. I love when him and oh, Nia, yeah. him and Nia him him arguing could be an entire yeah. Like just TV show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he he already has grown so successful off being the angry white guy, yeah, yeah. That seeing him Bostonian. with an opponent, oh, so my, good. especially yeah. an opponent that knows him, like you can't, yeah, nobody yes, can argue him, with yes. you, like the person that knows yes, you best. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So she knows how to get under his skin at the right moments, like mm-hmm. yeah, Is Nia his wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and they were dating for so long, and he was very anti-marriage, anti-having yeah. kids, and then this nigga went and got married, and then had a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he loves both. And he, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Couldn't yeah. see his life without it. Like yeah. it's it's weird that how that happens. It mostly happens for men and not women. I find what do when you mean? women say they don't want kids, they're pretty steadfast Press and on. firm on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it makes more sense because obviously the things that women have to go through, it's like. I w- if I'm deciding this, yeah, no, I'm definitely not doing it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But for men, we're just so happy. Wife, happy life is like a, a real thing. And if you're a woman's, that's like, come on, babe, like, what? What are you gonna do? Pull out? Nah, nigga. You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let it loose, man. Let loose. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you guys hear an unfamiliar voice and see an unfamiliar face. But soon to be very familiar, unless you're you've watched, I don't know, CBC Gems. And seen some some work over there. Yeah. If you've been to JFL, you've seen some work over there. If you've been to a Hassan Minaj show, yeah. you've seen some work over there. Or we a, got or a Rami Yusuf show. Or Rami Yusuf show. Yeah. We got Hodo Hersey in the building. Hodo in the house. There you go. There's a podcast named Hodo in the House. Hodo in the House. That's okay. very nineties. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, fuck yeah, with it's it. Very, yeah, it's very nineties. Yeah. Can only talk about nineties nostalgia. And what's great minutes. about a podcast, I think it's so smart that you guys obviously like have invested so much of your time and energy into a podcast is it's pandemic proof. 
Oh yeah. If there's another lockdown, it's like you guys are good. Oh yeah, that's true. That yeah, was yeah. that rang true for us during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Yeah, that's that's so when good. Alicia jumped on as well. That's when shit turned up. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. So that's why I love doing it. Honestly, mm. I don't have to wait for anybody. We can have these discussions. It's we love so talking. Like the we get to practice comedy kind yeah, of yeah, through yeah. this as well. And uh, for me, the podcast was the one consistent thing that didn't make me feel that made me feel like I'm not a bum. Like I'm uh, still doing it. I'm doing something with my yeah, life. That's the most that's consistent good. thing we've all done in yeah. our lives. Okay, so, yeah. Other than breathing. Yeah. yeah other than sure. breathing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to discount breathing. It's done wonders for me and countless others. Um, I never thought this podcast would outlast cannabis use for me. Like, <laughs> we beat weed. Yeah, extra be gravy. Marijuana. We Wait, so you're you're sober now and both of you guys are sober. Right Absolutely now. not sober, not me. Okay, I no. just smoked I'm, before the set. Right I'm, I'm so okay. yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and yeah, I, I feel I'm I'm one hundred percent starting to see how much better I am on the podcast. <laughs> oh, you this is one of our favorite uh sound bites to use. <laughs> When he starts getting sentimental, I got to, you know, just give him a little theme. Got to punch it up. I'm so sensitive. Uh. No, comedy is like ruthless. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. just, he hasn't, ha he hasn't, um, he's been smoking obviously for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. now he, since he stopped smoking, he has like human emotions. Yeah. And so he's just facing that. You're um, not numbing the emotions. Yeah, no. He didn't get to grow with them for mm -hmm. a, quite a bit, yeah, bit yeah. of time. So now mm. he's confronted mm. and it's like, it's all. Oh, mm. so, so this is my free therapy here. This but I'm telling you, like, is. once you go see a therapist, it's like you'll stop doing this as much. What? Stop the podcast? This is what I told my my girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I I stopped doing it. I was doing what you were doing, where I would like really like share, 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 and be you know all the time with friends. And then I got a therapist, and I was like, oh no, I'm good. I I don't need to keep discussing the same issue. Well, well, okay, that's, that's what you mean. I, okay. I don't share. But when somebody asks with real intention, oh, then you will. Then okay, I gotcha. will because okay, normally gotcha. I'm like, I'm good, you know, or I'm fine. I'm fine enough to deal with it. But if someone really, really wants to know, and you, mm. when you ask me and you say, hey, "Norm, now we have the time," let's. Have yeah, it. I really you know meant what? it. Yeah. Then I will respond accordingly. Yeah, Those yeah. Few, right? What did you mean? Yeah. Those are few and far between. I just meant uh, therapy making me a better person. No, I, I agree with that too. I <laughs> yeah, think yeah. yeah, I think I that's think great too. It'll make me less funny. What? Yeah, I think it's a detriment. No, I, I don't agree with that. I, I don't think your trauma and being funny are t linked. I think they're linked. For me, personally. My material is literally trauma. If people were li really listening. No, but you'll still find funny. <laughs> I, you know what I think destroys being funny? Mm. Wealth. Once you reach yeah. a certain mm. level of money and yeah. fame, sorry, nigga, you're not as funny no more. Definitely. Like, what are you going to talk about, your private jet? I'm sorry. Yeah. That's like, it's you're not relatable anymore. It's the equivalent of, equivalent of moving to the Bermuda Triangle and then coming back and doing a special for a week. And it's like, you don't know us anymore. You, <laughs> like, yeah, no, no. I think, yeah. <laughs> you don't know us anymore. You're in a different place, literally. Yeah. A different place than society. You're yeah. in the one, per, you know what 1% means? <laughs> like, that's crazy to think that you are in the 1% of the world. That's, yeah. you're completely unrelated. Yeah. I do think though, like, I mean, let's say you heal your trauma. It's like, okay, but you got tons of jokes about your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You'll have trauma. tons of things. Oh, trauma? <laughs> Shout no, out play. to your girlfriend. Shout out to her. 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 I'm aiming for the couch tonight. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no. Um, thank you for coming through. 
It's been, we had thank to you get for you before you went I, to New York. Yeah, thank you for getting me on my way out. Yeah. You didn't want to get me when I was here, nigga. <laughs> I, had to get you, I had to get you right now um, before you get... I'm telling you, the gray area is where you leech <laughs> before you jump off the cliff. Nah, we, um, oh, we, we've been trying to get more and more comedians to just come onto the show because yeah. just to shed a spotlight on the comedy community, like especially now that I've been so entrenched in it, I'm meeting more and more people. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, these people are amazing. Like, yeah. The support you get in the comedy community, unparalleled. Like, there's no gatekeepers of information that I've run into personally. Everyone's been so, like, selfless with information. That's good, With yeah. tips, with shows. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just been great. So I, I want to kind of give back. I feel when you're in the trenches and you see somebody jump in, it's either like, ah, we want to see this guy fail so he understands, mm. or we want to help you. Not fail because we understand. You yeah. know what I mean? It comes from so, the same spot, yeah. Yeah, it comes from the <laughs> trenches is where yeah. it comes from. Yeah. But at the yeah. end of it all, it's like, if if we like you, then we're going to help you. Simple as that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's really dope. It's kind of like people in New York. I feel like people in New York, they either, like, they're there for you. Uh, like, you can ask for directions, you can ask for things, and people will help you out. But then if they see that you're a piece of shit, they're like, eh, I don't know. But for the most part, they're just natural because everyone goes through it. They're quick to give to help you a bit more than in in my personal experience. Because yeah, some yeah. people are like, people in New York are so rude. I'm like, I feel that in Toronto. Honestly, like, that's, I will New, say. that's New York that did that to themselves. To be honest, <laughs> they just like us, like how we got the Screwface Capital, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, rah rah, fuck mm. these niggas. Like New York knows that they have a persona that's tough, and they yeah. uphold that and actually double down. <laughs> so it depends on where you are. Yeah, I'm sure in your experience. You, you had some pretty selfless people, but there mm-hmm. is another side of the tracks. Yeah. I will say, though, when I went to New York, what was so great was how all the other black comics in New York City really look out for you. Mm. And then they're very willing to, like, share information. You know, Love yeah, I, I really felt like, you know, being black, being a person of color, other comedians will help you out. Other comics. Will, yeah, I felt that in New York. Mm. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. It's good. It's good to know, especially in like a city like that, where yeah. we know that you can get picked up from there and yeah. change your life. Like, so it's a lot of it could be a lot of petty shit that goes on with that when you have the stakes are that high. But to know yeah. that people are still like reaching out like. Well, I will say, (laughs) I will say what happens is it's after they see you perform and they see that you're funny that they, they (laughs) it's at that point we're like, actually not. No, you, you deserve this. Yeah, no, I noticed that now that you say that. I definitely noticed that. People are nicer to you when, because they're like, oh, you're not fucking around. You care about the art form. Yeah. 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 And it depends on the type of jokes. Like we talk about this all the time. Like I'm a big fan of jokes that not just are funny, but make you think. Make you like think outside of your own box or whatever mm-hmm, yeah. the case may be, and like takes you take something home from it more than mm-hmm. just laughs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the- I, that's my that's my favorite type of comedy. If you can't, if you don't get to that level for me, I, then I'm just like whatever. Yeah, I just want to interrupt your beautiful thought <laughs> by just saying it's really upsetting how perfectly curled and full your eyelashes (laughs) it's like actually and it's natural and it's really upsetting you know what i'm saying so many so many girls spend so much money on false eyelashes and you just got them you know i I wear fake glasses to accentuate my eyes and this guy's out here fluttering his butterfly (laughs) lashes all right and i'm not the only one that said some people have said this to you my life 
yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah, actually quite. It's, a, and I'm seeing it from this angle. I cut it off. I cut them off in grade six. They grew back longer. So this is this is what we're doing. This is what it, they're so I got beautiful. so annoyed in art. Literally arts and crafts. Pong pong. Grew back. I can't oh, get rid of them. So nice. <laughs> I can't get rid of them. <laughs> but yes, um, <laughs> that's they're so. Back nice. to you yeah. uh, in your life. Um, yeah. You've been doing comedy for how long now? Uh, do, do we want to count it from like when I started taking it seriously or from one of my first open mics? Well, those started are both. Both. Let's do different. Yeah, let's do let's different do dates. So first time I ever did comedy was um, Yuck Yucks Ottawa Amateur Night. It was some, a month after I turned, I finished high school. So mm-hmm. I was 18. Yeah. That was the first time. But I only did like two mics that year. I didn't even know where stand up where you could find shows. Mm. And then the next year I think I did only two or three shows. I like, I really didn't know what I was doing. Uh, when I, I personally, I count it from like when I turned 20, because that's when I really hit the ground running. I was doing it very consistently. I was like, this is my career path. Do you remember what pushed you to be like, I got to buckle down? Um, it's two things. It was like, I remember seeing the Chappelle show and being like, yo, this can be like a career. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, this is he. And, and what I love about Chappelle, I watched his Inside the Actors Studio interview. Oh, yeah. And he said, like when he started off doing stand up, all he wanted was just to make like a teacher's salary. He wasn't looking for fame yeah. and fortune. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's like, if I can do that, then I've made it. And yeah. I was like, you know what? That's really what it's about. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I think, man. So there was that. And then also, um, uh, was that for sure. You know, when you like don't sleep properly, so then your brain, your memory checks out on you? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can swear on this podcast, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Swear all the fuck you fuck want. Fuck you want. Uh, Pussy bitch. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck you, me. <laughs> Get carried away. Um, yeah, so for sure that. And then, oh, also being, this is what I wanted to say, um, the child of, like, immigrant parents. Like, you see your parents doing these horrible jobs. Oh, yeah. And they're only doing it because it's, like, to give you money, like, to get, so yeah. you can have a better life. It's like... And then you see that this is not what they wanted to be doing with their life. And this is time they're never going to get back. So I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I got to be doing the thing I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. This, yep. this is the um, the benefits or like the, the dreams that they spoke of. Like, I yeah, moved yeah. here for a reason, for mm-hmm. a better opportunity. Well, this is the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Well, know? my mom Definitely. hates comedy. But you know what I'm saying? She still loves me. And uh, you know what I mean? But she'll, she she'll get it later on when she starts seeing what it's doing The money? For you. <laughs> Then you parents always turn when around. Once they parents see turn money. around, yeah. You know? so immigrant parents. My mother said, even if they pay you a million dollars, she's like, I'm not gonna be a. Part. I I don't like it. I'm never gonna like it. And you know what's so interesting is everyone in my life, I could totally see like my brothers, my dad, supportive friends, all supportive. She's the only one that's like, I feel like will hate it. But it's also one of those things where it's like, okay, well not going to not do the thing I want to do. But how much of that is a driving force for you to be like, I will show you mama that you're going to no, love this. No, or have you're you going to love no, yes. <laughs> Dream girls moment. Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, I don't try to prove anything to her because uh, I've spent enough time in therapy to know that that's a lost mm. cause. It's like, it's not, I already, I already know how that story ends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know what's so interesting is whatever funny I have, I got from her. Like she's funny. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> she's funny. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> I, mean, you know I mean, I feel like sometimes like uh, <laughs> the parent like kind of low key wishes they did what you did, and yeah. they're like kind of like nah, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk down on it because yeah. my mom same thing. I, I there's no other place I could have gotten this funny but my mom. Yeah, I yeah. remember specifically my mom was in Centennial College. I was in like grade six, 
and she went to Centennial College so she could get a better job or whatever. And she had to bring me to school one day. How old were you? To, uh, I was in grade six, so I was like, what, 11, 12, somewhere around there? Yeah. She had to bring me to school because I had a dentist appointment afterwards. Couldn't go back home. In class, my mom's just cracking, jo- like nonstop cracking jokes to the point where the professor telling a grown woman, you got to calm down. And I'm like, that's she what him? happens with me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, this is exactly. <laughs> she yells at me, and this is what she's doing in class. Like, uh, I was so bewildered. She probably yelling at you First because all, she's used to being the, the, the person on stage. Yeah, you know exactly. are we just gonna bypass the fact that Marlon just said bewildered? Are we just gonna? These are the words I throw out. I, mean, I love it. Yeah, no. I love he, it. He used the term precipice <laughs> at one point. So <laughs> I love that. I bewildered. I don't know how to pre- spell okay. precipice, but I'd I be using them words. Mm. Um, but I yeah, no. <laughs> you gotta switch it up with the grammar sometime. Um, but no, there was it was it's very eye opening, especially when um like you said, like you see them working these jobs that are like It's horrible, yeah. It's horrible and it's it would make you miserable. And it's like you putting all this money into me being that miserable later on in life as yeah, well. Yeah, no, no, no. Absolutely not. And yeah. to deal with the things you gotta deal with is like I think that's where I got my disdain for authority, is my mom coming home and complaining about her manager and like the racism she'd have to feel yeah. the face and yeah. the yeah. discrimination and how people would treat her at work. And I was just like, I don't want to ever be that. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. I don't want no yeah. boss. Every job ever. I remember, I remember when in school, like, yeah, that person come around like civics or careers and they yeah, tell yeah. you, yeah, the average person will have between seven and 12 jobs. Blah, oh yeah. Blah. They like, say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you search careers a lot. Yeah. 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 I went from like 21 to 24, like 12 jobs by yeah. itself. Cause I just can't, I can't do the authority thing. It's just, yeah, mm. no, that's fair. That's fair. It's that's why I feel like that's why we do what we do. We're here to just be our own bosses. Yeah. And like any, t- I mean, even in comedy though, like you still have a boss. You just, it's a bit more, you know, but it's more like they also need you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. So they that's need true. hot, funny, young, t- like talent. You know what I mean? So and it's a different dynamic. I feel like when the main goal is humor. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've never been in a dramatic writing room or anything, so I don't know what that's like. But in mm-hmm. a comedic one, you're still just, it's all humor. So everybody's light mood. Funny's funny. Yeah, Everyone's just searching so for funny. It's not like... Uh, Jokes and all this, yeah. You need to do this or yeah. pressure on you. Like, it's just like, how can we make this work together? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that collaborative effort when mm-hmm. it's centered around humor... Boss me around. <laughs> like, I really don't give a fuck. I would but, love to know what that writing room is like. Yes. And th- uh, just off of what you, you're saying, what's great about that is uh, in a writer's room, the best writer, like, I didn't feel like there was a hierarchy in the room. Mm. So I started off on season one of the show as a writer's assistant. Then Tell them I'm, the show. Tell them the oh, show. Oh, sorry. So it's um, uh, Rami Youssef is uh, getting an adult animated show on Amazon. Ah! And you're on it. Let's go. Yes. That's a big move. Who that, Hodo? Yes. <laughs> there's, the, there's the podcast. Mm. Who that, Hodo? That's great. Yeah, I love that. Um, the sound effects caught me off guard. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I want that everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm at Walmart. And then, anyways, the point is um, <laughs> celery, $2? Yes. yes. With Flex Bomb. Yes. I don't know if you could have that with all the mass shootings happening nowadays, though. Like, yeah, that's true. That yeah. just might catch yeah, you off guard. Gunshot. Yeah, probably not the best no, course true. of action. 
Why did you have to ruin the mood with reality? You know what I'm saying? Uh, we were sorry. having a good time. We, we were having belief. a nice, lighthearted joke, living <laughs> I mean, in kind of some kind of fantasy world. You're like, oh, but the mass shootings that have been occurring in the United but States. We cannot forget our fall. I mean, yeah. um, meanwhile, I was eat, like, when they had the the mass shooting in Philly, I was literally eating at the crime scene, yeah. having my Philly cheesesteak while the cops were coming around checking the visual, uh, the surveillance at the restaurant I was eating at, and I'm like, oh, is this? Are we about to crime? I called this guy. He's like, yeah, I'm here. It's right. It's like right over there. Like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It happened literally four hours before. I eat there so it was kind of cool but unfortunately at the same time <laughs> we gotta edit that out we're trying not to get big norm canceled we don't edit, edit that out knows thank better, you so I, i'm i'm the one that's <laughs> yeah. the most liable to get canceled here, so. yeah. don't worry we, we, we all know that he's been doing so well too yeah. <laughs> he hasn't said anything outlandish in like a year yeah at least wow, wow. <laughs> take yeah. away weed from a guy you know just <laughs> his thoughts come out um oh, well, hold so on. i started off season, yes so amazon bought two seasons of the show okay uh, and the reason why they do that for an animated show is because it's financially it makes the most sense to pay for two seasons because you got to pay money to a- get all the characters animated and stuff. So why would you do that for just one season? One season. Mm-hmm. So just boom, two seasons. Um, so I started off as a writer's assistant. And then I was like, obviously this isn't like my future, but I was like, I'm going to go above and beyond so that I can obviously be a writer. And mm-hmm. I did. Usually people got to be working on a show for like two, three seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, before you finally get upgraded, you know, promoted. But, you know, Pam Brady, shout out to Pam Brady. You know, she's Pam Brady. Pam Brady. What's up, Pam? uh, uh, Sweet, kind, and also white woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yes. She's just a clown girl. Sorry, I had to. That was just automatic. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's actually such an amazing, like, she made me believe in white people again. (laughs) I came from. That's great. That's a bit. That you need to write that down. She made me believe. Yeah, no, Pat Brady, you are about to get a dedicated five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) She made me believe in white people again. You got to do the hand too. (laughs) You made me believe in white people again. Holy shit! You know what I mean? Every black and brown person, you know what I'm saying? We go through a time where we just don't. We don't believe that white people can ever. Be better, yeah, you know. Like Four hundred years. Yeah, it's yeah. just not. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you. Over, I didn't even get your name. Shout out what, you, white man. What's, what's your name? Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. He's got to. He's got to disguise his voice so that they don't find him on the interwebs. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, she was so great and, and she saw my potential and like, you know, as a writer's assistant, like what you really want to do is you want to be pitching just as much as all the writers. You want to prove that you can do what the writers are doing. Mm-hmm. So I would pitch all these jokes and story ideas and some of them did make it into the first season. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, yeah, yeah, we got to promote you. And she, I got promoted season two yeah, and wow. now I'm co-writing an episode with another writer. His name's Ismail Lutfi. Um, he's also great too. He's done like, is a Comedy Central special out and stuff. And anyways, but so him and I are co-writing episodes. So my episode will air, um, I don't know, season two, whenever that drops. That's, That's amazing. So yeah, yeah. Congratulations. So yeah, and it's great. So now when I move to the States, uh, I'm actually going to have health insurance, which is important. <laughs> you know, I'm in, I'm in the Writers Guild of America. Ah, uh, you know, uh, so. talk your shit. Yes. An American Pop union. Up your chest. Yes. Wow. Wow. Uh, union. And you're working with right. uh, Muslim Childish Gambino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You're working with Muslim child. This can be that guy is. I can see him being. Oh my god! Like 
not only like a legend at the end of everything, yeah, yeah, but just his hand is gonna be, I feel like, in many different parts. Yeah. Like, Have you watched the <laughs> this show? week on oh, Minnesota? Rinse that show, <laughs> yeah, yeah, rinse that show. I love it, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite shows that I've seen in the past couple of years. It's such a great, well written show, and he's got. Another show with Judd Apatow and his friend Steve for Apple TV. Oh, wow. He got another show. He got a bunch of... He shot a movie he, last summer. He, he did got a, a tour. Bunch, he did a tour. He got a lot of stuff in the world. And man. did you open for him on the tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Norm, Norm was there. And let, let me tell y'all, man. After <laughs> after her and... Uh, Selma. Selma went up. I yeah, was yeah. like... Oh, and oh, it was Salma I'm like, too. Remy, you got a, you got some yeah. tough acts to follow right now. Yeah. y'all was killing. I was like, ooh, Remy, I want to see what he does. Yeah. But he still held it down. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, y'all were still the stars of the show to me, personally. That, yeah, so. no, that's two heavy hitters to bring on right mm. before you. That's incredible. And also this week, Hasan Minaj. I love, go. I love how you say his last name. <laughs> Is that how, how you say his na- last name? Hasan like- Minaj. Minhaj. Minhaj. And that's what I said, Minhaj. Mean hush. Didn't I say, mean hush? No, I heard a mean Well, we hush. got a recording. Patrick, mean? what are your thoughts? Did you say <laughs> it? We're pulling in Patrick. Patrick, our uh, <laughs> cultural uh, expert. <laughs> Patrick is like, please stop talking to me, okay? Just like, talk to them. <laughs> Patrick's uh, renewing his NRA license yeah. right now. <laughs> he's, he's a bit busy. You know what's uh, nuts? My, my Facebook, I hardly use Facebook. I finally yeah, like, went back to Facebook just because I didn't realize my Instagram posts were actually reposting onto to Facebook. Facebook yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I looked, I'm like, whoa, why, what's all these notifications? And I looked, I was like, damn. But then what if my, um, you know, the memories pop yes. up? Yes. And 2014... Uh, the all women's I ain't no joke show popped up. Oh, and you was on that bitch. Wow. All right, and that was like you said, what two years in? I think that was part of your two years when you started it's to always actually take with it. This guy, you know, wow. seriously, you know. So when you said two years in, I'm like, wait, that was that was that was a year. You, I I got down. I got to see you actually starting to take it seriously in your second year. Wow, you did. Yeah, yeah I remember doing nice. your 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 show very early on in my career. Yeah. And you was killing it from then too. You know what that's I mean? I, I always knew you stood out from then and yeah. you're still standing out from now. Yeah. So like that's so sweet. <laughs> you know, I'm really happy to see that. Fucking sweet ass shit. This is shit, nigga. I like this. I'm glad to see the charity. I like this shit. Yo. Yo, Cottonelle, holla at us. Sponsorships. That's so great. Well deserving though. Well deserved. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. You are a hard worker. And I love the way you tell jokes like you're like we were talking about before. You're one of those comedians that you're not only just go- searching for the funny, you're kind of like teaching as mm-hmm. well. Like, yeah. especially when it's a lot of white people in the room, I see them like very like yeah. focused, like attentive. Yo, my Wait, favorite oh, have you been to the show? Yo, white people are. My favorite shit is you making white people feel uncomfortable in the yeah, shit yeah. that they make people feel uncomfortable about. Yeah, yeah. You know but then kind of easing their fears at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and But even there's times where I could see them, they're like, mm, why, yeah, yeah. you didn't come here for this. But I'm like, but you don't stop. You don't let go. Like the gas pedal is to the metal. Yeah. And you're letting it be known because that's just how you are. <laughs> yes, yeah. And you know, I've, no, there's I've certain seen comedians it like that. kill. I've seen it like go the other direction. But to well, me, I'm like, kill them. Yeah, yeah. Kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them. Make them feel but that awkward feeling. Here's the thing. There are some jokes where I go, 
I don't care if a white person's uncomfortable. I know this punchline I wrote it's, is undeniably yeah. funny. Uh-huh. So there was a joke, uh, um, you know, that I did for Just for Laughs, and it, the punchline is, um, if we're going to ban Muslims from America, fine, but let's just do the same for white guys going solo to Thailand. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I, I say a whole <laughs> thing about how if we're going to, you know, and they say, oh, if we're going to say Muslim terrorists, fine, but then let's start saying white pedophile. Let's even it out. Let's, you know? <laughs> and I know that's like undeniably a funny line. Caucasian yeah. coercers. Yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah. Great. You know? So there's some things where it's like, oh, this is actually funny, but your own white guilt is not allowing you to enjoy to this enjoy joke. It. Yep. So that's not, that's actually your psychological trauma to unpack it. that's not mine i love because black and brown and you know what i mean and other certain white people do laugh at it like they they see it you know right, there's right, only right. certain comedians though i like i with black comedians when they're telling jokes like that my meter for you like of where i'm like yeah fuck with you is if i have to check on the white people because i'm like oh this one might yeah hurt. when i have to if, I, if you talk about white people and i'm just like and I don't got to check on them at all. You ain't hitting yeah. hard enough, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't hitting hard enough, nigga. I wanna, I wanna have to check. Like, oh shit, oh, yeah. I wanna keep like looking back, like, you know what I mean, and, and just making sure because there, there is a way where you're, you have to get to that point if you're really gonna dig into that content. Yeah, yeah. There's no way you can kind of tiptoe your way around mm, some of the no. shit. That you're talking about, so it's like I feel like that's the same reaction as like back in the days when people are about to say a racist joke, they like look, look around, like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then tell it. That's the exact opposite on the other end of the spectrum when a black person or a maybe it's person the Canadian says, in me. Yeah, probably that. Probably, <laughs> it's probably that. the Canadian in me. I'm like, oh, oh my, oh, oh, oh my, oh my, sorry, eh? oh my, eh? <laughs> that's great. Yeah, um, no. yeah, but you you wanna you wanna say something, you know, and mm. then the the cost, I guess, of saying something is some people are going to be uncomfortable but then again somebody you know, had to say it someone had to someone yeah someone had to say it. yeah and then you know a new thing i'm doing on stage is sometimes if white people get uncomfortable i go right now i can feel that you guys are uncomfortable and i want you to know i don't care this is my heroine <laughs> uncomfortable white people it actually makes me it empowers me it makes me happy you understand? I'm actually not uncomfortable. It brings me joy to That's see you amazing. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they're forced to laugh to try to make you comfortable now. They're like, no, I'm not no, going to hear what then, she wants. But you know what it does? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Sometimes really even acknowledging young, though, it. For real. Yeah. Sometimes even acknowledging the crowd is uncomfortable. It gives them permission to laugh. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so acknowledging that, what's happening in the room. And then and they're like, oh, okay, yeah. thank God. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've seen like comics who are bombing. And then they go just self-deprecating around. And it no. works like a charm because they'll be like, all right, I'm losing you guys. And you'll get a little chuckle. And then you'll be like, see, I thought this joke was going to work because of this. Yeah. And now, yeah. and then everybody starts laughing even more because you're acknowledging. You're not pretending like something's not happening. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? That's my. That's one thing I, I don't like when comedians do is like pretending some shit's not going on. Like You got to go weird. off script. Comedy's not, like stand-up is not. It shouldn't be really 100% scripted. The best stand-up yeah. is I'm feeding off the energy of the crowd, and then that informs how I do my stand-up, yeah. how mm-hmm. I do my jokes. And that's probably why I get along with comedians a lot, because you guys need know how to read the fucking room. Yeah, you gotta know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't yeah. know how to read the room. Like, you'll be talking to a comedian, and you guys both know when you d- want to stop this conversation. And it doesn't get weird. You just... 
All right, we're done now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, comedians. What I love about comedians is a lot, a lot of comedians don't do small talk. Mm, we I get, we it. really get to I the yeah, yeah. It's to great. The meat of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. all hate it. I think. Well, also that's our job. Our job is to be writing jokes. You know that isn't cut like out the fluff, fence. small yeah. talk, bullshit. Yeah. yeah, get to the yeah. point. Yeah. Where 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 are you heading with this? Just yeah. let me know. Yeah, yeah. How do how do white people approach you after the shows? Like what do you, what are the what are some of the things you Oh, hear? they'll just say, "Oh my god, I thought your set was so good." And then now I'm right now I got to write some new jokes about this, but I'm in like my capitalist piggy bag right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm really about now we're we're moving to New York. We got to we got to really, you know, New York's an expensive city. We got to really be thinking about like it's a business. I was yeah. telling you earlier mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. show business. This is a business. So when people say, "Oh my god, your set was so funny." Did I go, "Okay, I thank you so much." You know, obviously you, you got to sh- express show some gratitude. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing thing. And then I go, "Feel f- please follow me on feel free to follow me uh at Holdo Comedy. H O O D O Comedy. One word. Yeah, and you can find out more about my shows. And there's no shame shame in those plugs. And people will a, follow you, especially they will in the follow. states because yeah. they actually so, want that. Yeah, they, they want you to sell them something. They're in they're in this culture of consumption, and it's like, give me something to but buy. If, give me, you know. But here's the thing: if they like you, they want to see more of your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's like the ultimate business card to be like, oh, follow me on social media because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's you know, no one's really. Which is why I'm so happy you started posting your bits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you need that. You need that. Friggin', it's like a deck almost. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like at the Hassan Minhaj show, I knew like I did the 7 p.m. show on Saturday and then I did the 10 p.m. show and it's like 7,000 people. So it's like, mm. if I don't plug, if yeah. I don't plug, yeah. that's that's crazy. Crazy I waste, that's yeah. a, you know waste. what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of my set, I said, okay, guys, if you thought I was funny, feel free to follow me. This is my handle. Uh, Send me a nice message if you want. Uh, don't send me a mean one uh, because it's a waste of time. My immigrant mother, uh, like, you won't be able to hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm an immigrant mom. You know what I mean? Yeah, nice. And then people laughed at that. And you know what? Hundreds of hundreds, new followers. Yep. Hundreds of new followers. And so many people sent me nice messages. Definitely. One thing I find Canadian comedians don't do enough is stand outside of the exit and hand things out, whether it be merch, a card, a handshake, something. Everyone just kind of goes to their table, goes to the bar, whatever, and they disconnect from the crowd that they were just trying to engage with. You know? The only yeah. ones, I, this, the, these are the only comedians I see do that. The ones that completely bombed, which I completely understand, like, what's standing at the front going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the comics who have been here for a minute, mm-hmm. and they're, like, kind of over it. Or yeah, because like I in New York, I don't really see people do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people really just plug whatever they need to in their intro at the end of their set. I don't like doing it because I feel like I'm just trying to inflate my ego, especially when I have a good set and I'm standing at the front. I'm like, am I standing waiting for people to tell me how good I am? <laughs> like, the best, I, yeah. But yeah, I, I need to, you. but like you guys are saying, it needs to be a moment that you use to plug yourself and mm. for them to see further shows, not just stand there and be like, thank you, I'm great, thank you, I'm great. Like, you know what so, I mean? So, yeah, I don't really, do you stand at the, I don't stand by the exit. I only do it when I know people came to see me. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Then so, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Not your shows yeah. for sure. Definitely. You know? makes yeah, if it's sense. your if it, show, if I'm a stranger then yeah, of course. And people don't know who I am, and they're like, you could tell that they came to see. Like, perfect example. When I was in New York, I did Nima's show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nima has such a big following that people that come to his shows really just want to see him, and everybody's yeah. an afterthought. You know, even though people are like, "Hey, great job," but Nima, can I get a picture with you? And yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, 
Nima, you need to be standing here. You can't be the guy that just No, no, he has to. Yeah, yeah because it's his show. But like people come to see him, so therefore you got to give the people what they want. You. Yeah. And but you know, reading up on Joe Coy and how he used to just at the end of shows stand there with his card, he would make sure everybody got a card. I understand why people you did know? it back then because there's, yeah, no, social there was no social media. You have exactly. to do that. Kevin mm-hmm. Hart, he talks about how he used to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he would have people join a mailing list. He would get people's email addresses yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like, you know, email them and let them let them know about his tour dates. Right. Right, right. That makes sense. That yeah. does. That yeah, does. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this yeah. day and age, there's so many other ways to do that. So, like, you don't, you don't have to do it. There's a lot of creative ways <clears throat> to use business cards even now. Like, you can get a card where literally all you have to do is tap people's phones. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. your info's just in their phone. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a there's a tons of different ways you could. I, I feel like that's you know. expensive. It's the same, no, no, it's no, the same it's technology like a, as, like, your, your... It's like a $4 a month type of okay. deal where like I believe yeah you'd subscribe for like four dollars a month and then you just tap unlimited like yeah, just yeah. whoever you need to and um they get all your socials kind of like a link tree. Yeah link where you card. have Twitter and Instagram all that stuff. Yeah yeah. So yeah look into that. Do you use TikTok? Oh yeah yeah I'm on TikTok. Yeah so then just yeah search up something on TikTok. Guaranteed. That's just yeah, yeah. everything's on. How's your app. How's it's your insane. TikTok going? Good, actually. Just posted um, TikTok in a way. Yeah. No, How I've many followers doing, do you have? If you don't mind me asking, uh, just hit thirteen thousand today. I think. Yeah. Good for you. So yeah. here's it ain't Shay Dorena so, numbers, but you know, Shay. Shay. I'm gonna talk about Shay later because Shay and I. Beast. I've talked to Shay a bunch of times about this. <laughs> so I hit um thirty five. Nice. $35,000. And I, no, no, no. But I realized that Che was telling me, he's like, you need to be posting every day, multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. He's like, the the fact that you even hit this many followers means the algorithm already knows who your fan base is. Mm -hmm. And you just got to keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. But then that is its own discipline. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. is. And with like, with stand up too, it's it's difficult because you don't want to necessarily give too much of your bits away. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To, you want to like, and you gotta. With me, luckily, I've been having little crowd work moments. The crowd work moments are great to put on TikTok. Yeah, which yeah, I yeah. put. That's what I've been putting on the on the social medias, and not necessarily like the. If I do put parts of my bit, it's not the part that hits that I'm like. They, yeah, they yeah. can have this part. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But um, I find for a lot of comedians, um, figuring out how to balance that is kind of difficult. Um, but man, the return on it, like I just seen um, Hassan open for Nimesh, I believe his name is this, this Indian guy that I s- first saw on TikTok probably almost a year ago. Oh, Nimesh. yeah, 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 yeah. He had yeah, barely yeah. any followers and now he's got like, uh, I don't even know how much now, but so that much what, seven that shows, he, so much that he was able to sell us seven shows mm-hmm. in Toronto. Like, That's and he's crazy. from America. Crazy. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, yeah. the power I never of, heard of TikTok right now yeah. with comedy, it's that's the number one thing I see with stand-up comedy. That's the life-changing app mm. for comedy. Yeah, it's not yeah. Instagram. It's not Twitter. It's not really YouTube. TikTok. It's yeah, yeah. TikTok. Yeah. I'm see- Shout out to the Chinese nothing government. Nothing fancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? Shout, Shout out, out to, to the Chinese because they are, you know, something's going on there, but Reppin, you know, Reppin. you are propelling our career forward. <laughs> I don't even. This is how powerful China is. We don't even know the name of the president, and it don't even matter because China operates as a unit. It yeah. don't even matter who the president is. It doesn't. I want to just, for the record, say that I've only said positive things about China. <laughs> don't come after my career or try to ban my account. Thank Listen, you. Listen, China is, if anything, efficient. 
That's yes, yes, that's what it is. They that's are the perfect word. Yo, if the DVP and the Carter Expressway no! construction was happening in China, it would have been done. Eglinton West would have been done in yes, 15 yeah, yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah. 25 yeah, yeah. years yeah, yeah. ago. They would have 3D printed yeah. that shit. That yeah. shit would have been <laughs> the done. The problem is, is that we gave construction workers, you know what I'm saying, a lunch break. Mm. They're in a union. Mm. There's none of that. And, and just, you We're know, all red tape, out. loop, yeah. all, the, all the hoops yeah. you got to run through. No, no, no. You're not going to go see mm. your family at 7 p.m. at night. Unacceptable. No. Yeah, yeah. Get this done. Yeah, get this done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No red tape, just the red flag. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get to work. Well, I never answered the question about the writer's room. We just, I think we deviated. I think yes. we did, yes. Oh, okay. So anyways, the writer's room is great because what, what's really exciting about it is you're pitching all these jokes and amazing stories. And um, it's with people that are oper- like it, operating on a higher level. Mm-hmm. Like there are people in the room that have written for Comedy Central, Netflix, da, 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 and they are making so much money. Yeah. And yeah, but I never felt like there was a hierarchy. Also, what was really humbling was seeing um, everyone at some point bomb a pitch. Mm. And Pam (laughs) is so great. Like, Pam never says a pitch is bad, but you can like read verbal cues. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what's up. Like, it wasn't the best pitch, but it's, you know, but but she's not mean. I've heard horror stories of showrunners that are like firing people or like they just go, why don't you just not talk for the rest of you know what I mean? Like I've heard, yeah, yeah, I've heard really, and she was always so supportive and collaborative. So, so our stats pressure. like basketball or baseball stats were like you could have a below fifty, you know, batting average. You could like literally two hundred batting average and still get paid millions, or is it like you better be shooting at least fifty percent to get paid a certain amount? Paid, like no. Oh, is that what you think? Like I'm, yeah. like, I'm wondering, like, how Oh, no, no, how you're much... in a union, so that's what's great about being in a union. Protected. Is they, they have to pay you yeah. a weekly rate. Okay. Let me tell you, some people, I looked at, because it's for public record. You can see what people are getting paid. Mm. I don't know what people in the room, I'm, I'm just saying in general, yeah. the Writers Guild of America rates start at like, you know, a couple thousand a week. Some people, 30 grand a week, $30,000 US a week. And the room went on for 16 weeks. What's 16 times 30,000? Could someone with a calculator just tell us? 16 times 30,000? Yeah, yeah. How much is that? 16 times that's 30. like 30. That's uh, 48, 48 something. Uh, you just don't have to work for the rest of the year. But obviously you want to keep working and like strengthening your writing muscle. But what is that? Can someone just 16 times 30,000? Four, 480,000. Yeah, Our math here. skills are like that not. That is around 480,000. Yeah. Yeah. Ma- can you imagine? That's 16 crazy. weeks I just make that and that's, yeah. Fucking like, and it's absurd, and yeah. that's just one means. That's, that's not even like, mean. yeah. That's the thing I like about comedy that I'm learning more that I'm that I'm in it is yeah. like there's so many avenues that you can go into. It's not like uh, yeah. It's kind of like photography. Like you can do so many different types of photography. Yeah, yeah. You do so yeah, many yeah. different types yeah. of videography. It's 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 really dope the amount of opportunities that are out there if you're willing to do the work. Yeah, and so like so that's that. But then if some people are a producer on the show. They'll yeah. be a writer and a producer. So they'll be getting paid maybe oh, like God. 60, 70,000. They're double dipping. Do you know what I mean? It's like on another level. <laughs> and then here's another thing. When you get assigned a script, I mean, I didn't get paid a script fee because it was my first year in, in the in the union. But in your second year, third year, they pay you a script fee because you're working after hours on the script. Yeah. That'll be another sixteen to 30,000 perhaps. Wow. 
Just yeah, I was non-union when I <laughs> when I wrote out mine. Clearly, um, we got our, our our checks in a little envelope, and it wasn't checks; it was cash. Um, <laughs> there was apples. They had nice sandwiches. That was fun. Um, <laughs> but that's also like um, I didn't care. Yeah, it, was yeah. fu- it was. just But that's fun also. To be I'm just saying in general, like that's also the difference between getting paid as a TV writer in Canada. Sorry, in America versus getting paid in Canada. Mm. In America, you're getting paid just an absurd oh, cool. amount of money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're respected more yeah, yeah. as a comedian. Yeah. Like, also, I you can people... watch my show. Like, the fact that, like, you'll, oh, yeah, you'll yeah, be yeah, actually yeah. be, everyone in the world will be able to, like, access Amazon and then watch the episode. Mm-hmm. Everybody basically already has Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you've yeah. got Prime, you've got the, you've Amazon. Got the app. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, outside of the, the writing, the, what's, is writing now your favorite? Is being on stage your favorite? Oh, no, no, no. So what I really want to do, and a lot of writers uh, in the writer's room that I was in did this. Um, you do, you, you're in a writer's room, right? And then at night you do stand-up. Yeah. And that's what a lot of writers do. And then they'll have a podcast. And then they'll, da, 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 da. Like they'll yeah. have multiple podcasts going. Then they'll be like, they'll Ugh. host a game show or whatever. This is the dream. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Sabrina Jalise, uh, she was in Canada. And the, I don't know if you know her. She was used to be on video on trial. She was like the, oh, the yeah, brown yeah. girl. Roast Battle of Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah She's yeah. Oh, okay. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So unbelievably talented. And she left. And it was so smart that she left. Because now it's like she just like has a house in LA with her wife and her kid. And it's like she's just like. And yeah, she was like on. She like her work ethic's on another level, you know. So mm. she was on the show that we were on. And then also uh, she voiced a character on Human Resources, which is the Big Mouth spinoff. She's written on Big Mouth, Search Party on HP. Like, she's just doing a lot of, you know what I'm saying? And then she was on a game show thing. I think she was hosting something. So she's just like, I look at her and I go, that's, I want to be like doing multiple, multiple things. Yeah. Yeah, same. I get bored really easy, so I need to do multiple things. I think that's important. And just to flex your muscle in comedy in so many different like arenas kind of yeah, yeah. must help your comedy yeah. a lot. Like how do you find your writing helping your stage? Um, you know what I find? I find actually stand up has helped my job in a writer's room. Okay. You just you have to learn to bomb. Mm. The only difference is that um you're bombing in front of people you gotta see the next day. Yeah. Because you work yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? Um, but, uh, you're bombing in front of people that are really judging your worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did I pay this person too much? But then you know what's so great is you're also seeing like other people that are like bombing, bombing as well. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, I feel like the people that are three, four years in, I wonder, or maybe like in there for how long? Um, do they run out of ideas and they're kind of like no, relying no, no. on the new cats to come but in with the new with, fresh ideas? Even with new ideas, though, like you got to think of it like going on the stage. New ideas, it's there's funny in there. Mm-hmm. You just probably haven't found it yet. So even if they're five, six years in, they have new ideas that yeah, maybe yeah. Yeah. they don't know how to say yet. But mm. and so you can, you're liable yeah. to bomb just any time. Anytime, that's right. That's <laughs> you right. know what I mean. One of the writers in the room, Sabrina Jalisa, was like powerhouse like one after the other like so many great joke ideas and pitches uh, another writer that was like everyone in the room was amazing but i remember also uh this guy named josh rabinowitz who's who's also a, t- a tv writer as well and done stand-up and that nigga would pitch like he was a machine 
and he he's also like a white Jewish guy. And this mm. show is about an Egyptian Muslim family living in New Jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, you would I would say like, oh, Muslims do fast, whatever, or we pray five times, or I would share a story about like my family or whatever. And he would take that and then just like come up with joke ideas. Mm. So that's really also what makes a good writer. It's like, yo, I'm absorbing the information and then I'm, I can just right away come up. So it's not even my lived experience. It's, it's a muscle. You know what I mean? Hearing that just brought so much joy to my soul. Cause I'm like, I'm not the type, I feel, feel like I'm not the type of guy that can make things from scratch, but I'm also that chef that like, let me see what's in your fridge and I'm gonna make something crazy. That's, yeah. that's exactly a great, Same. great metaphor. You know what I'm Same. saying? So like, yeah. I may not be the guy that'll create the most, you know, amazing dish, you know, from scratch. And people are like, oh, wow, where did you come up with these flavors? But I can punch it up. believe <laughs> you show me what you got, whatever ingredients, and I'll create something that you th- never thought was possible to make with those ingredients. So that, that is, is a great analogy. So, yeah. oh, that makes me feel so good because I was like, oh, I don't know if I could ever do a writer's room because no, 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 I, no, I'm no, wondering no. if they need shit from scratch. But no, no, no. I'm battling, that Jewish guy. You battling yeah, yeah. that imposter. Shout out to brother. Josh. Mm, there yeah. it is. <laughs> there so it is. Funny. But that's what she was saying mm-hmm. with the, it's humbling seeing people bomb. That, mm-hmm. that yeah. helps mm-hmm. that imposter syndrome, especially when you're in a room of, People who have been there longer. Yeah, yeah. So one of the writers, his name's Mikhail Suleiman. Uh, he was uh, the other black writer in the room. So obviously I was like, nigga. Like I would just like, you know, we were, you know, I, I adore him so, so much. Anyway, so this, this is, these were the jobs that he was doing. Uh, he, he's a writer on the show. He got uh-huh. an episode. Um, and then he's also a professor at Yale. He's teaching sound design. At Yale. Excuse at the me. same what? time. There's two unions. At the same time, he was also doing sound design for Macbeth on Broadway. Daniel Craig was starring uh, in Macbeth on Broadway. This nigga also got nominated for a Tony. You know what I'm saying? Mikhail. And he, what? He's going for the EGOT. It's on another level, his work ethic. Yeah. And so it's like, whoa, I was just like working with people like that. There's also this other um, amazing, uh, she's a data journalist, Mona Shelaby. Uh, she's animating the show. She's a writer on the show. She's also a producer on the show. And then she also got a podcast with Triple Ted. Triple dip. God you know what damn. I mean? What, you see what I mean? So, And she also does stuff for like the New Yorker and, uh, you know, the Guardian. She's mm. like re- actively still doing journalism, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Writing. It's wow. like, it's wild. So and these people are all in New York? So it was on Zoom. So we had two people that were in London, London, England. Mm. And then Pam and a couple of the other writers were in Los Angeles. I was in Toronto. Selma and Sabrina Jolie sometimes were in New York. So it was a very international room. And so we would, this is another thing that was criminal. That was amazing. <laughs> we would only work on Zoom from 1 to 4 p.m. Oh, so can you imagine? Cool. Just three hour days and you're getting paid. And it's the height of your day. Yeah. That's like the sweet thousands spot of, of the dollars. day right there. One thousands to four? Yeah. With health insurance, thousands Ooh. of dollars. Yeah. Christ. There's, There's so, so much opportunity. So much opportunity. Out there yeah, if you're crazy. willing to do the work. It's crazy. Do you have any albums? Do I have any, like a comedy album? Yeah. So right now I, I did record an album. And so now I have to like listen to my voice and <laughs> give the producer edits and stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come out. Can I come, come on, can I come on the pod? And yeah. when the album comes out, thank you. Thank you. Gravy gang right now already, man. You big gravy gang. No doubt, man. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to come out with a comedy album. I think that's another like really good step. Uh, also a lot of people live off of. Serious residuals. 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 There's so much money in that. Yeah. Also, are, are you gonna do one? 
Oh yeah, my plan okay. is to do one by the end of the year. Okay, Hopefully. and then are you gonna do one? I was trying to do one for my birthday. Okay, that's great. Month. So what you should do? Don't go with a record label. I'm going independent. Yeah, go no. independent. That way, you actually get all the sound exchange money. Exactly. I would never because you got to split half of it with the record label, and it's so never. easy. Just hire a really good because a lot of people do do. Patrick, it. he's right here. Okay, that's great. Patrick, Patrick. Is you the special. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's because a lot of people think they need a record label, and they don't know that they're losing half their money. Yeah. Nick I'm, Nemiroff told me the money's listen, good. I right? I'm, I'm yeah. from the school of YouTube. Crystal Ferrier, yeah. she did that. I've been doing it myself. That's good. <laughs> In yeah. every aspect, okay. Crystal's next level. Crystal Jeez. be outside at the end of shows selling her books. She made a children's book and she sells it outside the shows. I think the book's called "Fuck My Kids," "Fuck Them Kids" or something like that. Oh, it's hilarious. That's, that's so funny. That's so funny, that's man. So funny. Yeah, no, that's amazing. She got to promote that on TikTok. Did we? Did you tell her to get her get Listen, her ass on TikTok? I told. I tell everybody, every comedian I, I run How to, often? I'm like, put out your content. That's put it true. Out. You're right. Because I'm the, I'm from the content world, so I get it. Like, how often do you post on TikTok? Um, lately, I've been posting every day. Like, I get into these like moments where i post every day for like two months and i just stop posting for three okay gotcha no because it sometimes it feels discouraging it's very taxing it's not even discouraging it's just very taxing to come up with ideas for that for that every day and like before i didn't really see the value in it now i kind of realize a lot more that like especially if in terms of my stand-up stuff if i want to get booked outside of the city or outside of the country even people have to see me Outside of these places, so it's yeah, like yeah. I can't rely on a tourist from a Toronto club that just saw me. At yeah, a no, show, that's you know true. I mean? Yeah, so then that's yeah. So trying to get it, and since I've been posting them, like I've been getting opportunities outside the country and stuff, which is really dope. I remember when I was in my second year of YouTube, someone tried to hire me in Dubai for a forty-five minute comedy set. They thought I did stand up, and I had to turn it down, and it was thousands of. Them. Like it was like sixty thousand dollars they were gonna pay me. Whoa, uh, um, US and I dollars? almost faked it. Yeah, I almost. I was like, okay, I could go over there and fake it. And then my boy was like, tell me, yo, they kill niggas over there. You gotta be careful, blah blah. Uh, so well, I got tripped some out of like Islamophobia. Let's I don't just wanna, acknowledge that right off the bat. Okay, I don't thank wanna, you. I was like, I don't want to freaking go over there and disappoint whoever's paying me this much money. Forty-five. Like, I've wow. never done stand-up. What am I gonna go over there and say even? For 45 minutes. So it was like, it was nerve wracking. I just turned it down. But now, please hit me up. <laughs> hit my line. I'm begging you. What are you talking about? Doing shows in Saudi or something? Like in Dubai, yeah. Dubai? Yeah, yeah. somebody, um, when I was in my second year of YouTube, thought I was a stand-up comedian as well. And tried to pay me like 60 bags to go out there. And I almost, I almost oh, said USD, yes. That. I was so close. You should have just done it. Nah. And then, no. No, no, no. Nah. Don't do that. No. <laughs> I they, wouldn't do that. I, I, the I, money is... Yeah, no. Yeah, it's they're, they're gonna it's have a lot ice, of money. Yeah, they're going to have Oh, wait, they thought you were a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah thought, they I thought, thought I was a stand-up comedian. They want me to do a 45-minute set, bro. What am I going to do out mm. in Dubai first time on stage for 45 minutes? No, no, Yo, you heard my story about the, my first time <laughs> on stage. Bro, come on. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Straight eight mile. I'm not doing that in Dubai. That's crazy. Wow. Um, <laughs> then you got to yes. eat doo-doo to leave. Got to eat some... Dubai man's doo doo uh, and a sex trade. Uh, I still don't believe that thread. I like I I need wait, what is someone. This? What that, is this? What is this? There's um a bunch of women that have come forward uh, about certain trips to Dubai where doo doo is involved in exchange for money. 
I feel like at one point, Lindsay Lohan, fellow Muslim sister, by the way, she did convert. She did convert. She She lives in Israel now, no? Oh, I don't know. I feel like she's talented, but she seems like she's a little unfocused. Anyways. uh, (laughs) Unfocused? You know, I I love her. I want to see her win. I want to see her win. Unfocused is hilarious. You know, she was was supposed to be on Rami's show, the Hulu show. Yeah. Yeah, that there was a blog going around about it. Yeah, she I didn't heard just about that. she that could have totally relaunched. It would have been an amazing episode too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, that's why I say he's uh, he's childish Gambino, man. That's literally oh. childish bringing Cat Williams onto Atlanta for that episode. Oh, I didn't watch the newest season. Is it and good? No, that was uh, it was second season. So yeah, season two. He brings. Oh, okay, gotcha. There's an episode where Cat Williams oh, is I like his that. uncle and like. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, I remember with that. The yeah, alligator yeah. and everything, and then oh, Cat Williams yeah. wins an Emmy. For that yes, one episode. Yes. And that's his resurgence back into the entertainment industry. Yeah, she could have done that. She could have easily like, done that. Now Bella Hadid is going to have that moment. Because Bella, she focused. Yeah. She could, like, get it. Is oh. that what she said? <laughs> is that what you said? Homeboy you... could, like, get it. That's what she said on who said uh, that? Bella Hadid. On, said that um, about who? It was on sneaker shopping on Complex. And she said that about who? She said something about sneakers. She's oh. like, oh, if he's got these J's on, he could, like... Homeboy could like get it. I think that's from dating the weekend for a couple <laughs> yeah. of years. She's like, oh yeah. So this is how everyone. Talks. Well, I think she was on complex too, so she was trying to like. Oh, that's true. Black it up. Appeal yeah. and and definitely nigger it up. Um, oh, okay. I I said black it up. No, nah, we hard er. And are you, are you okay. We, we going full throttle. Um, see, that's what you. You see how you checked on the white person? I seen you look straight at like. Okay, <laughs> no, 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 all I right. actually looked at her. I actually was looking at her. Black women gotta look out I'm for each other. I have no partner. <laughs> gladly, gladly. No, Patrick is used to you. Yeah, no, it's Patrick's. Uh, his eyes say otherwise behind the mask, but <laughs> so funny. It depends on the topic. So um, did you guys see the naked bike ride this week? Oh, so I saw it, and I was like, "This is very New York." In person? No. Oh, was it the one in New York? No, no, no. Oh, there's one in well, Toronto. It was a global thing, actually. Oh, it was it, a global. Th- so okay. I, I went to one. Well, I didn't go to one. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was in Nathan Phillips Square where my homie, uh, shout out John the Barber and Dunbar. These guys do the, you know, the, the bike, SE yeah. bike ride. And they had this one day where we're like, let's all meet at Nathan Phillips Square. And it just so happened to be the same day as this Pride Naked Bike Ride, right? Oh, is it, is it a pride, pride event? It's I don't not, think it's a Pride it event. It always happens in June. So, but like, it's not there, pride. There's, there's a lot of Pride people. I'll tell you. We're getting norm canceled. We're getting norm um, canceled. However, we are well, getting norm canceled. <laughs> what was crazy? crazy to me was there was a large portion of people riding naked on the city bikes that's what i tweeted out oh. so yeah. i'm like so to the next juices. to the next person that's going to be renting this bike there's mad ass grease yeah. just chilling on these seats it's yeah. all nutsack grease all the types also, of grease also if you're on your period Actually, Who knows no grease. Grease. I don't know if you saw these people. Like, they were really ashy. There was no grease at all. It's, it's, no, but it's the sweat. leather seats, buddy. They're, I've been on those seats. Uh, it's not. I don't even know how the seats just didn't just conform into their asshole. Because the seat is hmm. not. First of all, it's very narrow. No, not not, not very the seat uncomfortable. Bikes. They're wide seat bikes. Mm. These are the these are the um, the cruiser seats. Okay, so they're so a bit wider. So that means there's more opportunity for butt cheeks to spread apart. For for there it's to be nasty, yeah. but yeah, wow. I looked up what it was because I'm like, what is this bike ride even for? Like, what what's the deal? Because it was global really- protest against the overusage of oil and urban pollution, promoting greater cycling safety on our roads 
and encouraging body freedom for everyone. Mm. You know what? On some level, I think their messaging, like their intention was, our society is very sex-obsessed. Let's use nudity to get attention. But so the, on some level, I understand their intention. Was mm. there? Did they pull it off? I don't know. See, the problem with these nude things... Um, is it's usually very unattractive people hopping onto the movement. <laughs> it's um, never like people you actually want to look at. Some hot people, no, not no. not one. Nope. I saw the video. Not not one. I All mean, very ashy. I feel subject. That's subjective because there's some people that might have thought some of those sure. men or women were yeah, attractive. Sure. Why not? To me, <laughs> no one was attractive. <laughs> to were me. there any people of color? I feel like that's no, almost a white. Absolutely man. not. Yeah. Very Caucasian Zero. activity. There's too much shame. A lot of there's a lot of shame for us. Yeah, yeah no. no. Then, I allow for that. Yeah, black people don't protest oil. We use it in our heads. And I feel like a lot of the white people should use it too because I'm telling you, the ash, it was phenomenal. It was... I, yeah. I've never played tic-tac-toe on a white person's leg, but it could have happened that day. I'm just saying. Uh, it was very bad. Um, and yeah, the city... By, oh, but I, I think even, also only a white person could take part in, a, in, a, in an event like that and not have it destroy their career. Like if you're a teacher mm. or a politician. Yeah, no black person yeah. can do that and then just come back from that. Well, no they one's can do that and not get tear gassed. Yes, oh, that's true too. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. <laughs> Are there a group of black people? Something must be going down. We it protest civil down. rights. Yeah, yeah. They protest city bikes. And they get, they get no pushback. They're naked. Out. Isn't that illegal to be just naked? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Indecency, public indecency, indecency or something. Yeah. Exposure. Indecent yeah, exposure, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Indecent exposure, not for old white men. Apparently, I don't know what happened. What, was it mostly older people? It was mostly old, shriveled, pruny white men. Usually, yeah, it's usually that. Usually but you know that. what? There's a part of me that also. I mean, I'm never gonna do it. Obviously, can you imagine if I was like, guys, gonna show up to the nude bike ride? Uh, not on brand for me. Anyways, but um, I do think uh, there's a part of me that's like admires that level of confidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like watching like, someone dance alone at a party. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I wish I was that happy. Mm. <laughs> like, no. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not nearly that happy to just be out there just free up. <laughs> just dolo. Are you able to like do things by yourself, like go to a movie by oh, yeah. yourself? Okay. I love being alone. Oh yeah. Okay. That's love good. Yeah, being okay, alone. That's good. Yeah. A little bit too much. Okay. Um, <laughs> shout out to your girlfriend. Shout out to your girlfriend. Shout out to your girlfriend. She knows this about yeah, me. Yeah. It's not uh, new news. She loves being alone too. She's just as Oh, that's great. So Are you introverted? Um, I'm introverted, extroverted. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same I thing, might yeah. be neurodivergent. I don't know. We're working on what the technical term is, but yeah. oh, you might be on the spectrum. Might be. Who knows? Okay. I don't know. There's like, but it depends. I think you got to be more of a people pleaser to be on the spectrum. Really? And yeah. There's a there's a need to uh, um to please others. I believe. Well, I know people with autism can't pick up on nuance and language so they don't actually understand they can't really pick up on sarcasm like chris mm. rock does he have autism i know he has a I learning disability i don't know it, he had oh autism. is it a disability okay yeah, i remember him saying i know that. he can't pick up on social cues like at oh all. he did he did say that oh, so maybe yeah. he is on the spectrum but yeah so people people with autism like they're straight shooters mm. i he, admire it yeah, yeah yeah i admire it i wish i had that level of focus and just like i've i've especially seeing like uh kids who are on the autism spectrum on tiktok Yo, oh, yeah, these yeah, niggas yeah. are magicians. Yeah, yeah. There's this one kid who can do any font. He just has to see it once, 
And he can do the yeah, font yeah, yeah, and yeah. write in it completely fine. Like, every letter. The, yeah, there's what? a thing with, with... He can do wingdings. Like, this nigga's <laughs> the truth, bro. There's a thing with autism where it's like, when they find a thing that they actually are passionate about, they truly dive headfirst into it. You should watch... Have you guys watched Love on the Spectrum US? I've heard about this and show so and I the heard US it's version. really, it's really so good. good. And I've you really start really to like, oh, okay, like, you're watching them date and, like, they're really missing certain social cues. You're like... Oh, but this is how they really interact with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love it. It's, it's such a great show. Since TikTok oh, came out, oh, I've seen a lot true. more of that. And also, like, the world of people with Tourette's. I didn't oh, know it was yeah, so yeah, yeah, chaotic. Yeah. I literally grew up thinking Tourette's was speech only. That's no, it. No, no, it can be, like, gestures, But it's right? ticks, it's yeah, speech, yeah. it's everything. Like, I've watched, there's this one girl who, like, bakes with Tourette's on TikTok. And it's an experience. Like she, her mind. It's the Tourette's for, for whatever reason goes to like the most devious part of your brain. It's not like it's oh, going okay. to something very like joyful or sad or see, mad. Even when you it's said whatever that, is the mischief. Like, like, see when you said that, I thought like her Tourette's tick is like out of nowhere. She just starts to bake. Like, oh but, no! <laughs> like just of out of nowhere, <laughs> she's doing like, homework, <laughs> just making some biscuits. <laughs> but no, while baking, no, while baking, happens. she'll like she'll be stirring the she'll have an egg in her hand and about to crack it, but she'll be like, "This will be funnier, funnier on the ceiling," and throw it up. Oh, and she'll and it, it'll oh, stick on the, okay, and then she'll like snap out of it, like fuck, like she'll realize oh. that she did it, and it's like they'll say certain things, like, oh, this egg doesn't count, and they'll just throw it, and that's it, oh. <laughs> that's the, that's their life. Like I can't imagine how expensive that lifestyle must be, just in case like you you have a tick with your phone and you're constantly breaking your phone or something like. It's just a very, you never know what people are going through for real. Like, that shit really opened my eyes because I'm like, I couldn't live like that. God bless wow. the strength it must take wow. to just live like that every day. And for other people around you, I admire them because you're watching boyfriends. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And family members that the patients yeah. that are just, I don't know if they've grown so used to it that there's no reaction. They kind of just know when you're you and when you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or it's just like uh, literally an empathy thing. Like I'm not going to pay mm-hmm. attention to it and bring focus to it because you're focused on it. Right yeah, now. yeah. It's, it's everybody involved in that situation is commendable, man. That, that shit's next level. <laughs> um, I do think... Um, yeah. No, I agree with you. I, you know, I think uh, 
with someone that that has autism just just going back to that i think they would probably make like a really good partner it's like there's no games oh. there's no mind games oh yeah they're always telling you the truth i mean then it becomes a tricky thing if you take in social situations but it, it's like okay there it's i know where i stand it yeah. depends yeah. on <laughs> who their partner is i feel like because especially when you're talking about on the spectrum sometimes it's like uh devoid of like it's mostly just logic yeah, yeah. Devoid of emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which can be very a problem, yeah, yeah. much a problem when you're sad and then you need support. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So then that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it could present. I definitely see how it could present its issues. But if you have someone that's understanding of that, then it's a little bit easier. But I think it's still really tough. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, you love this person, but you can't come to them literally about anything. It's about most things, but not everything, because mm. you need somebody outside of that thinking to give you some but i think that that's fine <laughs> because that that's the same thing as being in a relationship just in general right you kind of yeah, need yeah. some outside perspective anyways for I some keep, of the shit that's going on i'm just waiting for like an r&b artist to come out with some sort of love song about autistic love you know what i'm saying like oh, just it's never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> like love me the way I hope not <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you know how Neo sang about, I love it when you're mad. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Neo had yeah. some very questionable tox- songs. Toxicity. That guy is, yeah, no. <laughs> he hit it behind some very nice um, uh, copied Usher moves and suits. But mm. that nigga was toxic. Remember Do You? Remember that song, Do You? Oh, I'll play it. Okay. This song, Do You? Toxic Do you. as hell. He's a gaslighter. That's what Neo is. He is champion guest. What's that one where it's like he's? It's a ski situation. Um, so sick. So yeah. Sick. There you go. Yeah. I was, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a ski situation. I just remember like the ski. Alpine. Yeah, They're like the Alps or some shit. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, remember this song? Okay. You probably I do remember. Don't this. care what I have to say. Listen to this guy. This is a future text. It's been heavy oh. on my mind for months yeah. now. Guess I'm trying to clear some mental space. Get the beat drop. I would love to talk to you in person. Production's great. But I understand why that can't be. Like, imagine a man texting you this. I'll leave you alone. Why are you doing this? If you answer this one question for me, I just In the second verse, yeah, I, I, I saw the lyric. First off, let me say congratulations. Good lord, heard <laughs> that you just had a baby. Girl. That's not that congratulations. You are He's hitting this woman up in postpartum. <laughs> Do you know how nasty of a nigga you gotta be to hit up a woman with PPD? Wow, you are sick. That is manipulation on obscene levels. Jeez, jeez. That's oh, crazy. Uh, Rihanna also had a song with Justin Timberlake, and it was like rehab. It's like I f- checked it's into rehab, rehab. baby. baby you're you're my, my disease. That's like okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yo, Rihanna okay, had guys, us in a chokehold during those years, yo. She's what? She had us in a chokehold. She did. She years. was consistently coming out with albums. She's like, I'm done now. Peace out. I got a billion dollar company <laughs> and a baby, and I'm good. Yeah. Um. So apparently, so LeBron's a billionaire, 
and yep. then Tiger Woods just became a billionaire. So to me, it's not special anymore. Can we just all acknowledge that as a as a as a peasant? <laughs> I will just say now that enough blacks are in, it's like what are we doing? No, but it's like no, no, but, but you know what it is? It's like it, it's inflation. Like what's happening to mm. money? Like you know? Yeah, especially when you can see that there are people who um, aren't Kim. exploiting the lower class, making billions. Like, does it mean anything anymore? So to is a billionaire, a billionaire the new multimillionaire? I think, I think so. so, and I think Jeff Bezos is like, ugh. They've joined the club. I got to get to trillionaire. Status. He already is, isn't he? Is he a trillionaire? I feel like I know he he's on his way. I feel, like he, I feel like him and uh, uh, Elon are trillionaires. No, no. I what is surprised. his net worth? Can someone yeah, Patrick? Can you look that up? Patrick. Nah, it's Matt. It's Matt. No, That's I know. Matt I'm fucking <laughs> with you. I know Patrick has nothing to do with that. Patrick's like, I don't uh, even know Elon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't think LeBron or Tiger have well. Okay. No, I lied. They have exploited. Yeah, no, they're good. They're good. <laughs> Billionaires are still good people. <laughs> huh? 31 billion? Who? Uh, Elon? Oh, okay. he's a he's baby food then. He's not he's not mm. up there like that. I thought. So he's LeBron he was... times 31. Okay. Yeah, no. LeBron and and Tiger both had Nike contracts and coca-cola at one point so they definitely have exploded the lower class mm. i thought it was just all good money i thought of the, I do you think rihanna's little, money is good no she had definitely has uh savage had, fenty once you um, have any um, um product makeup. line anything i was gonna okay. say anything that has to do with beauty yeah like you're you're exploiting the, those that yeah. don't feel beautiful so uh, uh, i was talking about more so wages uh, oh, work, like the actual conditions. manufacturing yeah. of it all. Yeah, okay, I don't gotcha. think it's... I think actually with Rihanna, you might find more ethical, lower class people being I exploited. I feel like, yeah, yeah. But still being exploited nonetheless, considering how much money she's making that could be dispersed. And, That's true, yeah. yeah. Even if it's being done fairly, you got to think, like, do you need all that money? No. <laughs> there are lower class people that work for you that need it? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's... Is there such thing as an ethical billionaire? No. Oh, that's a really good question. There isn't, considering where, you know why? It's because, because it's of the state of the world. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. it, that too. It's just as like well. it's unchecked. Unchecked. Yeah, it's unchecked. We've yeah. let, we just yeah. let it loose. We took off the leash. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. And like, it's, once you have uh, Elon saying, hey, I could uh, clear up that world hunger thing for you guys. And he's like, actually, never mind. I'm going to buy Twitter. Wait, did he, <laughs> wait, did he actually say that? Yeah. He, he said, said, oh, he, I don't want to deal. He presented to the, Un the United Nations. If you guys can. Give me a feasible way that I can cure world hunger. I'll actually do it. If you guys can prove it, because you guys always throw out these numbers yeah, yeah. that you guys don't give any, any evidence for. So you guys give me a way that this can be done and I'll do it. They gave it to him. He's like, nah, never mind. <laughs> oh, they actually like the UN was they, like, oh, do X, Y, Z step by step. Like donate said, here. Da, da, da. The UN said, bet, nigga. And he said, said no. I'm going to buy Twitter instead. And then he was like, oh, actually, there's a lot of bots in Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, he's, I saw no, something like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah. Just, he's just looking for um, big, uh, what, is, what do you call them? Tent pole moments so mm. that he could just keep his, his relevance going more and more. I will say, though, uh, the fact that he created Tesla and like people are buying cars that don't use any gas, mm -hmm. I think is, is a good thing. I, think I so. mean, he's doing a lot of, I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure he's doing a lot of other shady shit. Yeah. But I think that he's the only person that's like, hey, here's a car that isn't going to destroy but the But that's planet. the problem. That's why I think he's a bad person. Why? Because if he's the only person, how is he the only person? There's nobody in this world doing one thing that nobody else is doing. 
Oh, so you're saying there's probably other competitors, but he that squashed have been wiped them. Out. Yeah. Oh, he I had to. Like, saying. if you're gonna be, if you're okay. gonna have a monopoly on the electric car, self-driving car industry, you've taken out somebody. Mm-hmm. I've heard of already mm-hmm. people that there was um the security guard in that shooting that happened in America. The black oh yeah people, yeah yeah he said yeah yeah I saw that, that thing. That security guard found a way, and he was on the news a month prior to that found a way to put water in cars as gas. Oh, my God. Mm. And then now this white guy drives up 200 miles. Uh, Conspiracy theory alert. Conspiracy Uh, theory alert. Y'all know me already. They literally gave me a nickname because I have so many conspiracy theories. You can call it a conspiracy theory all you want. The nigga was on the news a month before working at a grocery store as a security guard. And he came up with a pat- with patents. So it's like not like the government didn't know. <laughs> with patents. And then some white guy with a manifesto in 2022 drives up and shoots all these black people, all these old black people at a grocery store. Why do you pick that grocery store? Oh, wow. Is it, you tell me that's the first wow. black place you, you went to? There's a lot of different things that are just weird to me that uh, you'll never be able to prove, but shit. We can talk mm. about it. <laughs> You know what I do love about Elon is uh, the petty beef that he got with Bill Gates. Oh, it's beautiful. (laughs) Because just to see like older men fighting, Uh, because society always likes to make it seem like women are like cat, you know, cat mm -hmm. fights and we're shady to each other. But it's like, nah, men do it, but it's in different ways. Yeah, 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 definitely. I I love how mean, yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's interesting. Uh, That's so good. It's definitely misogyny that started all these rumors of like, yeah, women gossiping and fighting. Like, when you talk about gossiping, men do it just as much. <laughs> if you oh talk about yeah, arguing, yeah. men do it just as much. So it's like, I don't know where this the narrative came from other I, than obviously. Timberland and Swiss Beats needs to do a versus with Elon and freaking Bill. Like, that'd, that'd be, be hilarious. Fire. <laughs> Who, <laughs> a rich man versus? With inventions? What? Bill Gates <laughs> slapping him out the water, though. But I'm going to tell you I, that I right now. The root of their beef <laughs> is that Bill was trying to sabotage Tesla, right? Wasn't... I have no idea why they're beefing. The, the root of their is. beef is, like, business related. Like, Bill was trying to do something to Tesla. He's trying to undermine him somehow? Mm. Patrick! Find out. Please let us <laughs> Patrick, know. Patrick, yeah. our, our Caucasian correspondent, please yeah. <laughs> check in with your community. <laughs> if um, you're white and you're not, like successful to me i'm like what happened oh yeah homeless like, pe- white people i am confused i well, there could be mental health stuff but still it's like it's like no, i mean the ones with a dog that are perfectly fine yeah <laughs> you have dreads how is that how, is, how are you keeping up with dreads how yeah. is that happening and your dog is well fed that's not a skinny dog i've been to jamaica like this is insane like in toronto like you know i grew up in, in toronto community housing <laughs> And there was like a family in our neighborhood and they were white. And I was like, nigga, what? Like, you're not even. This is one of my jokes. What happened? I just posted this joke about white people having privilege in Malvern. Doesn't exist. Never seen oh. it. You know, well, and you know what's so funny? Theo Vaughn has people, a bit about that. Talking about like, hey, man, I'm here with you. You think with if I had the privilege, <laughs> I, I would use it. But I'm here with you. So don't throw me in the same boat as all those ones up there. His like, life is insane. <laughs> Why? What? What happened? What? what? Just no, give me the it's short just the way version. He grew up. He grew up in a trailer park. He was a trailer park. Yeah. He trailer. Oh, trailer I think. Park. Yeah. Really poor, poor white. Like that makes me sad. Obviously. Yeah. 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 They've been screwed over by 
capitalism, right? Because right. it was probably like a coal mining town or some other, and then like or all the they jobs. misused their daddy's money. You never know, yeah. really. Uh. <laughs> you can't really tell <laughs> these days. Sometimes they pick struggle, so it's like yeah. a cosplay thing. Um, you see with the dirty Air Forces all the time, you know. <laughs> That's 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 cosplaying struggle right there. Um, but no, like it's it's just it's weird to me. Like I I won't. I just really expect white people to always be successful. I I have a high standard for them. <laughs> Keith said it best to me when he was like, "I don't believe you're homeless. Patrick, you just need to start." I have a high standard for you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's no, and that's no diss, no nothing. It's just like, Literally, yeah, on, I do want you to be a successful person with all yeah. the tools you've been provided in life. Yeah, yeah. At birth, really. It's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you had a head start long ago, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick yeah. it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Giving Patrick yeah. a complex right now. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, very concerning when white people don't achieve greatness, for sure. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, that's uh, Speaking great. of white people achieving greatness. Oh, if we want to talk just quickly while you're finding the next uh -huh. thing. Um, I don't know if you guys use Waze. Obviously, a lot of us use Waze. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Has a voice on there now? Has a voice on there now. And I said, girl, that's gotta be tell me your career ain't going well without telling me your career ain't going well. <laughs> yeah, that's what Snoop Dogg got into that bag later days, yeah. Yeah. Oh, left. Like. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Do, You're do, done. Right. Do, do you want you me to play uh, Goat do, This Street? <laughs> Yo, that's insane. Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Please, play yes. Little Christina. Please, please do. And you know what she says when you're in traffic? She tries to like incorporate her so her song names into it. She's oh like, um, words can't bring you down, but traffic sure can. Oh, Hope it's no. not that bad. No. Your car is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's so good. In the car, you can trust mine. Okay, let's go. In 800 meters, turn left. Like, it's very kind of That's it? Hey! hey. <laughs> I, I definitely thought it would be louder. Yeah. <laughs> that's, always, that's all you should get into the car. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. See when you turn that bitch off, and you can, it turns on, on the ignition. Hey! hey. <laughs> you know what? I agree with you. She should have really fucking used her like vocal range. Yeah, yes. get into your reflections bag. Do a nine to five. Hold on, let's see if there's a better one. Nobody can tell you the right move to make in life, but you. Unless you're driving, then Waze can tell you. Not winners quotes. <laughs> <laughs> You'd see that in a winners frame. <laughs> Live, love, laugh. <laughs> That is wow, crazy. That is yeah. So, good. so I just said, you know, <laughs> so bad. you know what I'm saying? Like Mariah Carey, she ain't doing that. Britney Spears, she ain't doing like listen, they're not listen, doing that because they got listen, the money. Listen, I don't know. Listen, Mariah Carey. Oh, so rich. Mariah Carey might be um, losing her Christmas bag. Why? What happened? Someone has accused her of stealing the song. <gasps> really? $21 million lawsuit right now. So, like, she. Um, <laughs> So the Grinch is stealing Christmas, yes. That's oh. what's happening. Somebody is literally stealing Christmas. Was it like a melody or like they wrote the whole song? I have song? no idea. I have no um. idea. I think they said they wrote the song in 1983 or some shit uh, like that, like early 80s or yeah. late 70s. Yeah. And now they're coming back for blood. They come get, you know what I admire, though? Blood. I admire singers that have had a long career that aren't really great singers, but we still listen to their music. There's tons of them out there. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. 
Oh, the, the white thing to is, the Patrick's going to come after you for that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's a great writer. No, um, um, uh, like I love Jennifer Lopez, but like oh, her no, singer. She, she was never she a great terrible. singer. Still isn't a great singer. Amazing dancer, strong work ethic. She got a new Netflix, spe- um, like not special, but like a documentary. Oh, she, yeah, she's get, about on, to get but, roasted because she's dissing Shakira. Yeah, why did she, she say Shakira was her you know worst what? decision in life? Like, no, how is that? I, I was, I was, I'm only halfway through, but she, she makes like her manager, uh, Benny, made like a really good point. He was like, why did the Super Bowl ask two Latinas to do it? It's like, why couldn't? Because they usually only ask one performer. Why did they feel like that's not true at all? That's not true at all. No, they but usually they ask Kendrick a, and Beyonce. They just had no, four but, but, people. But what they do is they have Beyonce and Beyonce chooses her special guests. This is, yo, oh, you guys are splitting oh, it. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, first so, of all. So and they've never done that in the history of the Super Bowl. This is the first time they've done it. So she was making that point of like, yo, why do these white people in positions so of Janet, power saying that like, yo, we need two Latinas to make this like a viable thing so, that people mm, want to watch. So Janet picked Justin Timberlake? No, just. Yeah, yeah, she yeah as her as her special guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't splitting that. That is very interesting. And then he got all the shine because what it was was Shakira did six minutes or whatever, and J Lo did six minutes. Like they really had to like split it down yeah, the middle. It wasn't like Shakira just came in did one song. And no, no, out. no. Yeah. yeah, she had to really split it. Co-headline. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she did. Yeah, she was mad that she had, she had to co-headline because <laughs> they've never asked anyone to do. I that. I mean, I understand that. I understand that, especially not only as like a Latina, but like as a woman. Like, it would be concerning yeah, yeah. that that would be. But, like, at the end of the day, it's not like you're co-headlining with, like, some bum. It's Shakira. That's true. Shakira, Shakira. Yeah. I'm picturing, I'm like, I'd rather hear Shakira on Waze. Like, la, 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 left. Like, <laughs> Yo, you got to hit up right one more time. Are you, doing, are you doing voice acting? I did once upon a time. No, you got to like, continue that. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's you got to. It's a crime if you don't. Okay, I will. people tell I will. this guy how talented he is all the time. Yeah, and he just goes, "Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah." And then he just he just doesn't do anything. No, lately I he's just... been doing a lot. Though. I'm trying. I will say, I'm trying. These okay. past two weeks, I One have thing been at a time. Weed rock. smoke first, okay? Weed smoke Listen, was the biggest I've thing. I've seen him on stage. In the past two weeks, I've seen his <laughs> social media in the past two weeks. Okay, I saw his endearing, heartwarming, fucking tear-inducing family uh, barbecue uh, thank you, that man. happened this weekend. That shit was beautiful. Aww. Your fam is fun as fuck, bro. I was That's jealous. where I get it from, man. I was like, why, why wasn't I invited? I just want to like- say, why wasn't I invited? Why wasn't I invited? Listen, There's listen. a lot of pork being served. Filipino people oh, be right. organized. We got to weed out the Muslims somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The party was so hard. Are there Filipino Muslims? <laughs> yes. Yeah, tons, 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 tons. tons. That's yeah, a, they, yeah, they were, so Filipinos were Muslim before they were Catholic. Actually, and this is a, a thing that people yeah. people think that all Muslims, like most Muslims, are like Arab and speak Arabic. Like mm-hmm. if you look at the ethnic global breakdown, Arabs are a minority. The ma- the majority of Muslims are actually Indonesian. They're Indo- East Asian. I was Asian. just about to say, Indonesian. Yeah. Crazy rich Asians? Wow. Yeah, most Muslim. Muslims are okay. East Asian. <laughs> that is sickening now because of what's happened in China. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, China that was like, girl, we gotta that crack down. That makes that There's even more angering, though. Yeah, they were like, it's too much. We gotta cut it down. Crack down for what, though? Taoism? What, what is, what's the crack down for? I, what is being girl? Uh, if we continue down lost? this road, China going to find out, and then our TikTok accounts are going to get banned, <laughs> and then you know we're not going to get that brand money. So we got to pick and choose when we want to speak up about issues. Did okay? I say? Did I question China? Yeah, you, you, you. Did first I? Of all, ah! 
did I question? China, listen. listen. China, girl, we good. China, baby. Come we on. Good. Come on. Come on. It's me, baby. <laughs> he, he's practically Chinese Jamaican. Exactly. Okay, so. I, I loved Rush Hour. <laughs> Yo, Goodness gracious! We don't no, talk but, about uh, what's his name, uh, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. No, Tiger? no, no. The guy, Hotel Kim Jong Il. Oh, Donald. Um, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah. Don in Cheats. Rush Hour, in the, <laughs> the most yo that movie was one of the last of its kind. You're not gonna get racism like that. Yeah, yeah. Ever in a movie again? I'm sorry. It's those days are over. Oh, it wasn't even Jackie in Chan a said nigga, and we said ha ha. That's my nigga right there. That's my boy, JC. Like, oh, when did what? he say? He said nigga? Remember, he's like, nigga? Oh, because they tried to make it like a funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, but he wasn't punching down because Chris Rock, Chris Tucker was making fun of him racially the entire yeah. Yeah, that's movie. True. That's so true. it's like, here's the one time. It's the one time yeah. he got back at him. Everybody's like, yeah, we'll give him the pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you be going in on you, it's Jackie. Jackie. It's Jackie. Going what you going to do? He rumbled in the Bronx. What that's you going to so do? Great. This nigga know what he's talking about. Um, ah, it's so funny. No, but for real, like, <laughs> oh my god, I gotta do a podcast. Being on this podcast with you guys, I'm like, it's so much. Do you want to produce it? I'm being honest. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm really about to blow the Listen, fuck up. Hey, so you no. really want to actually uh, be there? Matt, you know want to be in the room, brother? Yeah. But you say some really poignant shit, so like that's why I think you would be worth listening to. Yeah. I feel people would want to hear what you'd have oh, to say because like, you. oh my god, that's why I said I'd solo podcast because like, nice. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If you were to, to just lead and talk to yourself and talk to the world, like, and you not have, have anybody like stop you from saying what you want to say, boom, you'd kill that it's shit. It's like a Michael Sarah. What? Like it's a very you're one of one. You're a one okay, of one. Okay. It's not like um. Oh no, I'm not saying you're like Michael Sarah. Like no, no. yeah. I'm saying wise. how Michael Sarah. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Michael Sarah. I like him, but I'm just I was just shocked. Brampton man, bop bop. Yes. No, but I'm how I'm saying like how Michael Sarah. There's no other Michael Sarahs in the entertainment industry. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. There's no other Zach Galifianakis's in the entertainment industry. Yeah, there's yeah. certain people who are like one of one who make it strictly just being themselves. It's yeah, yeah, very yeah. rare. Yeah. And so, like, when you can find that it and people let you play yourself, because even Bill Burr, super talented. We were talking about him earlier. Yeah, yeah, I love him. He's never played himself. No. And he played the long game for a while. He's like, I'm just going to keep doing my podcast, going on the road, da 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 What surprisingly brought him back was Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Breaking Bad brought him back into the spotlight in a major way, and... Led to him getting the Netflix car animated show, the, yes, and all that other stuff. Like, mm. it, it's crazy, man. Like, it, it, for people, when you get to that point where you are playing yourself, oh god, that must be amazing. Yeah, I haven't seen I Michael Sarah a different way in any movie ever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, even when he was over the top in uh, great, yeah. when the the world ending movie was that. Uh, oh, uh, this is the, the end. end. This yeah. is the yeah. end. Like, even him playing uh, an over-exaggerated version, version of himself, himself. Yeah. was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I like that Michael Sarah the best. Yeah. I want to see more of that. But yeah, man, that guy is unapologetically himself. And I think in, the, in that same uh, light, you can be that. For sure. You know, you could be unapologetically Hodo and people are just going to have to like take it in the way, the, the way it's served. Yeah. You know, um, someone who I think also uh, is like that is uh, Sarah Silverman. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Sarah yeah, Silverman's yeah, yeah. just been, really been herself. Sarah yeah. Silverman is Nicki Minaj in stand up comedy to me because I've seen so many Sarah Silvermans after Sarah Silverman. Oh, is that like, is so valid. Yes, I agree with you. It is the white girl like trope 
Like, if you're going to yeah. be a white girl that's horny and weird and dark, you yeah. talk, act, <laughs> stand like Sarah Silverman. Mm. I, I see her and in every comedy club. club I go to. <laughs> it's insane. I love her, yeah. She, the, but she's, I, she's so unique, like you're saying, like, yeah, yeah. the way she came <laughs> into the Welcome to game. the Caucasian disciples of Sarah Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the Yakubian Nights. <laughs> Welcome to Yuck Yuck's Yakubian Night. Um, the first Sunday of every month. Jeez. Oh Yo. my God. That's Just so random uh, story of how I ran into her. Mm. Okay. This was, I had a hidden agenda. I wanted to share the story. Uh, I was. Uh, <laughs> 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 what was that supposed to mean? That <laughs> no, was just sentimental. It's oh, like okay. adding to the emotion. <laughs> Watch, you'll see. Go ahead. That's so great. I'll get it. So low. I was, so I was in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, I was uh, eating ice cream. By the way, there was a rat in the ice cream store, and, of course. It, had, and it had an A rating. By the yeah. way, so yeah, of course. we're not. I'm not doing that no more. New York standards. But and was I, it one rat? It was like a baby one. Yeah, so that's, that's like, an A. That's yeah. an A. That's yeah. an A in New York. It was so gross because that means there's a mom, dad, brother, but, sister. But it, if it ain't cat sized, then yeah, it's still but it's getting there. Yeah, cat size yeah. is about a B. Yeah, yeah. No, the C for it's cat so for gross. For big, and A means for, nothing. Yeah, C for cat. Uh, <laughs> big, cat. B for big, big cat. A for adolescent mouse. Uh, <laughs> mice, mice. At that point, yeah. <laughs> it's like it means nothing. Anyways, yeah. but anyways, so after that happened, I I was I was walking and it was one of those things where. Uh, you know when you're walking kind of side by side and the person's going the opposite direction, you're going the opposite direction, you know? Mm-hmm. And I see this person and she, and her, in person she looks good. Like her skin, flawless. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's standing and, and I'm like, oh shit, that's Sarah Silverman. And I go, um, I do the Somali thing where I go, Allah! You know, like, you know, uh, you know Somali people say, say wallahi. In New oh, York? You know? yeah. yeah, I was like, Allah! Uh, you know, because I, I was so shocked. Uh, and, and then I, I tell my friends, I was with Selma, I was like, oh my God, that's Sarah Silverman. And then uh, Selma's like engrossing her, like she doesn't care. And then I turn around and I see her and I go, and she's already like down the street. She's about to turn the corner. And I go, I love you, Sarah. And I say like a drunk frat boy. Yeah. Uh, and then she comes around, she comes around the corner and she sees me and she goes, and she waves and she's like such a sweet person. Yeah. Anyways, later on, I told Brandon about it and Brandon sent me paparazzi photos and the guy she was standing next to walking with was John Hamm. Wow. So you just heard John Hamm? But yeah, I, and he, I, I mean, because they were both wearing hats. They were oh, trying okay. not to be seen. But I was like... Very easy when you're white. <laughs> Very easy. We don't talk enough about how much white people look like. There's like 12 white people in the world. Uh, there's, 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 a, there's a stock of 12. And that's it. They just rotate beards, mustaches, guts. Yeah, like uh, Chris... Chris uh, the Patrick Polo type? Uh, <laughs> Patrick is in every white college. See, I was going to actually make a Patrick Patrick joke, but I was like, oh, let me stop. I made fun of him too much. And you guys went for it, so it's fine. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you started the train. We're just jumping on, man. That's this so is the most funny. shot Patrick's ever got on the podcast. So. Patrick, we love you. Let's do a compilation video dedicated yeah. to Patrick. Pod, podcast P over here. Yeah. Podcast P. That's great. Pushing P for real. That's hilarious. That's so great. Soon he's going to get Patrick Pum Pum, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a pom pom title in a while. <laughs> we yeah. haven't. But anyway, so back to Sarah. Anyways, yeah. So I just, I, I the, the point is, is I wasn't gonna like be that person that stops her for a photo. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you're going to you know, be the person that screams a name from far. Well, away. she liked it. I think she that's did. way better. Way. Better. I love you, Sarah. You know, it's yeah. like I'm not saying. You know, it's like a guy buying you a drink but not asking for your number. It's like, oh, that was nice. Oh, my God. So, okay. You didn't have to do that. That was, wow. I'm, I'm, Chivalry does it. It's just really cool to hear a Muslim version of, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Allah. Allah. <laughs> yeah, my mom. My mom will always just say growing up, Allah. And even for ill, like if you want to say ill, you go, achas. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. I feel like Jamaica, and then Filipinos got like their own. We, no, we, I mean, we say salamat. That's our thank you. And then you got it comes from the the Muslim uh, Arabic. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So, but how do Filipinos say ew? Ew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, and there's yeah. Like a, sound, a different like, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say no. We say Jesus Mary Joseph. That's Jesus Mary Joseph. Ah. Jesus Mary Joseph. Jamaicans go, I want a pussy clot this. Jesus. I want it. I bow it. That's the one. What we it? I couldn't my Yeah, no, they just go ahead, man. They just get louder and louder. Yo, it's crazy because when I was in New York, you I was guys walk- have to move to New York. Yo, it's I can't wait to be in New York with you guys just doing shows. And then we get to like meet up in Harlem. We go to Brooklyn. Yo, can I tell a Harlem story real quick? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out to all the gravy gang listeners that fucking know about. 144 for Lennox. Lennox. You know Talk I mean? to him. 144 yeah. for Lennox. Yeah. Okay, so I made it a point. I'm with wife. I'm like, babe, we went to go see uh, the crib of one of our old friends, Voodoo Ray. Rest in peace. We miss you, bro. She's like, let's go to Harlem. Let's go see Ray's crib real quick. And I'm like, wait, are we on Lennox right now? I'm like, Sorry, Malcolm walk? X Boulevard. Ma- Malcolm we X not, Boulevard. Black people All right. in Harlem will get mad at you if you say Lennox. If we say Malcolm X Boulevard. Right. Why, wait, what? Because they changed I mean, the name. It is Malcolm from X. Lennox to Malcolm X. Because Lennox is like some white dude, but they changed it to Malcolm X Boulevard. Yes. Mm. So at Malcolm X Boulevard and 125th Street in Harlem, there's a Whole Foods. And I'm like, this is what Malcolm wanted <laughs> with his legacy. <laughs> is it? Gentrification. Organic food? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. A gluten-free corner for Martin. $7 avocados, please. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but like, background, uh, we always mention 144 Fourth for the Lennox. Lennox when we're making fun of like the New York accent. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. 144 We literally for made Lennox. it up and someone from New York, a listener from New York, hit us up and was like, yo, that's an actual like intersection. Yeah. So probably we've heard it in a movie and it's been trapped yeah, in our yeah, subconscious. Yeah. I'm like, did Cameron say it in a song yeah, or something? Like, like, I swear. But, like, but you know, it's been ingrained in my head that like I have to go there one day. So now we're, I'm on Malcolm X Boulevard. AKA Lennox. I'm like, yo, babe, can we go to 144th Street real quick? Yeah, yeah. You know? And on while walking there, I see this dude just all dapper looking super fly. I'm like, look at this old man dressing up like this. I'm like, and I pulled out my phone to try and like take a shot. But I didn't want to be the guy that's just like blatantly, you know. Yeah. So I was like, hey bro, I'm sorry, man. I just had to get a shot of the drip. You look too nice. And he 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 clapped his hand, walked you. over, <laughs> dapped me, and I was like, Man, good on you, bro. I love the look that I kept on walking. And then my girl asked me, she's like, yo, was Dapper Dan yes, dead? Yes, I, I saw Dapper Dan in Harlem as well. And wow. she and yeah. I was like, we looked it up. And, and we looked it was up Dapper to see, Dan. And it was Dapper, Dapper Dan. Dan. I'm like, yeah, did yeah. I? 
Yeah. Just dap the hand oh, of Dapper Dap Dan. Dan? Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. blown I think, away. I think he lives. I think he truly lives. He yeah, lives no, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's always you know, hard, all, yeah. And he was just like nonchalantly walking down the street like the so you know, well New York kid That's that where the first is. shop was, no? The yeah. first shop was in Harlem. And, and you know, then I look back at the, the fit. I'm like, I was... I looked at it just like a, as a, you know, those old Jamaican men that dress up real nice. Yeah, and yeah. But then when I started looking close at the details, I'm like, no, that's a Gucci ascot. That belt is on like, that's some Hermes belt. Like this guy was dressed up to yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah. up and dripped out, man. And I was like, no, that was, I did not just run into Dapper Dan and not notice it was Dapper Dan. But the cool thing was, I feel he dapped me and was happy that I wasn't like, oh my God, it's you, Dapper Dan. I was just admiring. Yeah, just, that's, yeah, that's what fit. they want. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, hey, bro, you look great and that's all i wanted to say yeah. and it wasn't no hey you're dapper dan man do you mind like and yeah. but i feel in in the same sense of you being like sarah i love you and i just had to let it be known yeah like, yeah yeah there's something more endearing with that type of response than oh my god i'm starstruck right now i Selfie. just need to get yeah. this for for my own ego just so i can walk around and say i met so-and-so no this is literally honoring yeah. somebody that you look up to yeah and yeah. In that moment, I was like, damn, I can't, I really can't believe I was able to do that and have that opportunity without fanning out, you know? Yeah. Because that's what made it that much more genuine. I think, right? I think people, like, should also gauge when the last time someone did something that would be kind of overwhelming afterwards with, mm. like, the response from it. So, like, Sarah Silverman, I don't think she's had a special in... In a while, in like a I couple think it's been of a couple years. years. Yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, um, so like, she was in New York because her autobiography, her book, she uh, turned it into a play that's on Broadway. Sick. So that's why she was in town. So like, she's still doing work, but like Broadway is still very. You got to be in the room to yeah, know yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So but I it's think like, she's so rich that she's like, I can pick and choose when I work now. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But I was talking more so like in terms of like going up to her. I don't think she would have mind minded you going up to her especially okay. because of the fact that she came back around the corner to wave yeah you know what i mean that's like true. little yeah, things yeah. like those cues is what i pick up on like if i know you just drop something i'm never gonna come up to you because mm -hmm. i'm like everyone's hounding you your dms yeah, are overwhelming yeah. like yeah, yeah you just you need capacity for yourself right now you know what i mean did you see that video when those girls showed up to justin bieber's home and he was just like, listen. Yeah. What? Girls, yeah. this is People my, just showed up to yeah. his house? So there are oh, yeah. these girls waiting. He's like, look, girls, you know, I appreciate, you know, your, your fandemonium, but like, this is my home. This is where I come home to escape this. And I don't appreciate you guys coming and doing this at my home. And they're like, mm -hmm. can I get a hug? I was like, yeah. no. Shorty like, said, can I get a hug? Right, right after, after he, he just that. dropped that. And he said it so sincerely and it yeah, was a dickheaded like, move. Yeah, yeah. But I felt so bad for him in that moment. Yeah, because you know? to me, just, I love Justin and, and I, I look at his life and I go, this is like a cautionary tale of like fame unhinged. Yeah, that that moment like that Norm is talking about was a huge eye opener for me. Remember, like, I came. You don't want to be that famous. And I yeah. talked. I came in here. I talked about that. I was like, D "Is there a perfect level of that fame. you can get to where you need to start sabotaging yourself in order to not get to that other part? Because when you get to that other part, maybe not sabotage, but you take a break from the business. Like Ali Wong, for example, yeah. she to me has the perfect amount of fame. Mm. She drops a Netflix special. She don't do no press for it. She promotes it on social media. Peace out. I'm taking care of my kids. Yeah. Mm. It's all about what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Like, with me, I'm not a materialistic person. I, honestly, wearing sunglasses indoors makes me cringe at myself. So it's like to be the f fur coat 
flashy like Floyd like Floyd Mayweather. I'm like, how do you do that? I can't live like that. Like it's too much. It's too much. Like look at me that I don't want. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. Kevin Hart, for example, I think he also has a level of fame that I think is not fun. You know what I'm saying? The FBI thing, the extortion scandal that he had, like him and his kids can't even just go to a park without a security. You know what I mean? You need security detail. That's why I'm telling you, I'm like, you need security detail to go everywhere. It's like You're you're losing out on parts of life now. You're prisoner to your fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I, I, I would never want to be. Uh, you got to put on like full on disguise to go to the grocery store and experience being a human. I will say, <laughs> though, someone, a group that I think like kind of like it and manage that fame well are the Kardashians. Oh, because they can never that's do wrong. That's their. But that's fuel. kind of their thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's their fuel. Any any news is good news with that family. You know seems. who I think has the perfect fame and the perfect, perfect amount life? of fame? Yeah. Hockey players. Oh, really? Hockey players can be famous and have all this have all these like rich contracts, but at the end of the day, like no one says, "Oh my god, that's that's mm, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Maybe, say, maybe okay, in Canadian who, countries, but like no, in the states. No, even in the states too. Like I've been around it and seen it. Like it it it's not our demographic. So you don't mm. you're not going to see it, but who in Patrick's a- Democrat. Ah. <laughs> white people go cocoa for, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like, even golfers, they mm. can't walk around. You know who I think, just like kind of along your point? Football players. Because their rosters are so, so deep. deep. And, and they're wearing helmets. They will develop Parkinson's later on in No, life. but they I wouldn't want to do because yeah. their, their career, their career spans really short. Yeah, so yeah. That also, three, Whereas, four years is like the lifespan, average really. lifespan. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, I mean, hockey players go for long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So Spencer you, just retired at what? 38, some shit? 39? They remember. have the span so, of ho- basketball players. Who in our business um, do you think has the perfect amount of fame? Michael Shea. Oh, Michael Che? Yeah. Yeah, he got he got the right he's amount of fame. He's got the right amount of fame where like yeah, he yeah. does SNL every week, so he's globally known, but he's not I don't see I don't think Michael Che gets harassed in Arizona. Oh, you know what I mean? Like right. I don't think Michael Che gets harassed in Chicago. Like yeah. it's it's a good attainable uh what is it? Manageable manageable man- level yeah. of fame where he does a stand up, he does SNL and he has his own he has his own TV show. Oh, that is, does. is yeah, on yeah. the, like, to HBO, me, on right? the level of a Chappelle show. Yeah. yeah. It's on the level of a Chappelle show. And nobody talks about it. Yeah, why don't people talk about it? Because I think because it's on an app. And there's a lot of shows on an app right now. It's mm, like, it's and he's not, he's not the Promoting guy Promoting it out aggressively. Yeah, yeah, he's like mm. Ali Wong. He's not, like, I just seen him do a podcast, uh, Brilliant Idiots, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen him do a podcast before. Yeah, he really lays low. And all his friends do podcasts. Yeah, he so lays like, low. Yeah, Michael he's, uh, Che. Yeah, yeah. He's got a good level of fame, I think. Um, it's it's funny because since I since you know Silk Sonic was created and Anderson Pac was able to like get the same attention and accolades as a Bruno Mars, but can still separate himself from all that Grammy stuff and still be like cool Anderson Pack playing the drums and doing his own thing, still doing his own music, like while Bruno's stuck in diamond status mm-hmm. you know i'm like i actually would rather be anderson pack in this situation yeah yeah, no bruno you know? it's too much bruno's way too much yeah right? way too much no. anderson can still do his thing keep keep the musical style he wants and not to say he's forgettable like but people won't be on him like they like all eyes are on bruno he's just so. getting into that 
<clears throat> level of fame with mm. the with the attachment to Bruno. Exactly. And but he could detach. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it, where I'm like, oh, that's a perfect, perfect career if I was to be a musician yeah. that wanted the Grammy but didn't want the Grammy. Uh, but I attention. think that that's changed for him now. I don't think it's gonna be like that moving forward. I think he's gonna be in the Bruno realm moving forward when he puts out his own solo project mm. because now he's got the attention of the Cardi B type fans. Oh, the- Cardi B's rant about in- uh, fame on Instagram Live. Did you guys see that? No, no. What she said? She's had a couple of them. So. She's had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> sequels. I can't sequels. Keep up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's tired of fame she, every two months. So. Yeah, she said like it feels like you're in the principal's office. You're always in trouble. She's like, honestly, if you guys want to be rich and famous, just wish to be rich, not famous. Yeah. She's like, mm. I wish I could just like click my heels and go back to 2016 where I was just like so doing gigs and making. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, because the level of scrutiny you're under, the, you're under a magnifying glass at all times, and. Just yeah. because people like you, all of a sudden your opinion weighs more than even the president sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, that's true. That's, yeah. it, and you're held to such an unrealistic standard. Like people, because they admire you and they feel like, you know what it is? People don't want to think that regular people can be famous too. Mm. So they want to believe that you are so much better than them. Because I'm not famous. I'm not rich. I can yeah. sing. I can't, I'm not at where you're at. So you must be a way better person. Which is never the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost the opposite sometimes. So it's 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 a expectation that poor people have, um, and the constant reminder, especially in this time that we're in, I, people I don't think were as unhappy in the '90s. Like just generally speaking, I think you had your the tabloids and your. Oh, because of social media. People are sadder because of social media. We're seeing everyone's highlight reel. It's the exposure. It's the exposure. Like, you're seeing so much more of celebrities' lives to the point where we're starting to say, do you guys, are you guys even special? Like, you're seeing, I've been on TikTok and seen people sing better than anyone who has a record contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) why should I think you're the the shit? Because you had a good team that got you to a different place? Like, at the end of the day, you're just better at business. Yeah, mm. no, that's true. That's the all Kardashians, celebs are. So good at business. That's all the celebs are. They're yeah, just yeah. better at business than you. That yeah, they're yeah. not more talented than anybody. Yeah. Like there's certain people where you can it's it's quantifiable. You can be like, okay, nobody can do what Michael Jordan did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. But singing, rapping, just all that all that stuff is so subjective and there's yeah. so many people that can do it. To, to think that you're special because you're richer is crazy mm. to me personally. Because when I see somebody, if I were to be, let's say I was 10 years in the game in comedy. Norm's a newbie. Yeah, yeah. First year. And I've seen this because I've talked to comedians who do this to me. Where I, you body it. I'm 10 years in. I'm, maybe I'm trying new shit. Who knows? Mm. I bomb. And now I'm like, oh, you're only a year in? fucking guy uh, it took me five years yeah, to get yeah. to, and it's like you're being held to the standard already yeah <laughs> right yeah, out yeah. the gate it's it's yeah, yeah the, the, those people are attaching a lot of meaning to like the old world like comedy's changing so people can just get more things quicker yeah well you and everything in general it's can an come advantage quicker now. Yeah. Yeah. The, like some of the guys that i've spoken to and, and women that i've spoken to in the comedy industry that have been doing it for 10 years 12 years you didn't have all the information I was able to get up until this point to go into it yeah, with yeah. 
a way better understanding of what the world is. You went into it before social media and you're just thrown in. Like you don't, you figured it out as you went along. I got to watch you guys fail, do things right. Yeah, your toolkit is next level. I get to just, I get to, I've absorbed it all from every angle and I know things that, like there's certain things I just know not to do and certain things I know to do because I watched other people do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like we talked about this before, I'm like, my dad always told me there's a person who never learns, person who learns from their mistakes, the person who learns from other people's mistakes. And I'm always trying to learn from other people's shit. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah. So it's like when you take that in and internalize it, it's tough, and it, you don't even know how to gauge it these days. Yep. You don't know who's a year in. You don't know who's five years in. And so now you're looking at this person like, fuck, this kid's younger than me. He's fucking killing it. Like, yeah, yeah, You don't know how long I've been sitting up watching stand-up comedy, studying, like breaking things down. Remember Mr. Beast? You ever seen the video of Mr. Beast? You ever heard of him? No, 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 no. He's like the biggest YouTuber in the world. The guy just gives away money. Like literally just oh, I did hear money. about a guy giving away money. I didn't know his name he was He just yeah. finds creative ways to give people shit. Like, everybody touched this Lambo. Last person to touch it keeps it. Like, shit like that. <laughs> like, that's... Go watch his channel. It's incredible. He'll go on Twitch, and he'll donate to people who have one viewer. He'll give them $20,000. There you go. He doesn't care. No, where is he in my life? He's incredible. He's the greatest philanthropist in our... In this digital age. And oh, wow. he... Before getting onto YouTube, he had these four guys that would get on Zoom every day for two years and they would break down YouTube videos. And this is before he started doing YouTube. So, like, he'd break down how long the intro is, how long the ads are, where to place the ads. They would time, like, pausing. Like, what, what would happen if you pause? Like, how long would it take to actually pause? Breaking down YouTube to a science yeah. gets on there. How much subscribers do you have now? He's broken the algorithm. Wow. 100 million. It's like 25 million. He broke wow. the algorithm. <laughs> he knows what color to make the thumbnail. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, There's they a ran formula tests. and he, he's cracked the code. They ran a test on 1,000 thumbnails to, to gauge which color thumbnails received the best responses. And what like, color is it? It was red, blue, and green. I yeah, believe. I buy that. I buy that. Yeah, the and primary colors. And sure. if you go and look at big YouTubers now, red, blue, and green. That's all you see in the thumbnails, and it's like little things like that you wouldn't think matter. Mm. Yeah. But these guys are sitting down breaking that down, and then he gets on YouTube, makes millions of dollars, and doesn't want any of it. <laughs> he doesn't Good want any him. of his money. It's insane. Good for him. It's crazy, man. Uh, what's it, Mr. Beast? Mr. Mr. Beast, Beast. Mr. Beast. We're gonna tag him in this. Can we put this on TikTok and tag? Yeah, I'm gonna big t- up Mr. Beast. Yeah, let's <laughs> please. <laughs> Beast, I see you, bro. Norm. <laughs> oh man. Um, what else happened this week? Lil Nas X uh, is beefing with BET. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not shocked to hear that. Yeah, no. Um, w- they happened? did not. He's not a part of the nominations uh, for the BET Awards this year. Even oh, though he had three huge songs well, in it, the past year. Yeah. They were like, um, listen, we don't want to alienate the Christian folks. Yeah, that, that that's basically that. what he said, um, yeah. which mm. he brought, got a lot of blowback because people are like, what, Tyler, the creator's gay. Frank Ocean's gay. Like, Yeah, but he's really like on a stripper pole gay. That's the, that's that's the Tyler, the creator's gay? I, yeah. I just, what? I never Tyler, yeah, yeah. He no, he's bisexual. He's bisexual. He's bisexual. Yeah. bisexual. He has yeah. two albums okay. about like basically... Um, his turmoil with like fighting with it, and it's it's great. Go listen to Flower Boy. 
Mm. Amazing album. So he really does love Jaden Smith. Then. No, but also on his latest album, Wilshire, it's about a woman that he fell in love with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a girl, yeah, he fell yeah. in love with and broke his heart. And yeah. She picked the guy over him. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, there's a lot of, okay, so in especially ones that are like making noise, making noise in the LGBTQ community. There's Tyler. First of all, I love the way you said that. <laughs> yeah. like we're we're going to have to acknowledge community. the way you went through each letter. And then towards the end, you were like, I, I ran out of breath, actually. Yeah. I'm community. out of breath. <laughs> community. Yeah. Um, Tyler, Isaiah Rashad, Frank Ocean, Kalani, 070 Shake, mm. Saucy Santana, Azalea Ooh. Banks, Young M.A., Kay Trinata, all people who have either been nominated for BET Awards or will be. Like Saucy Santana... Is not, but he's just coming out in the game like he's not really. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't had enough time to put out a single like that. Um, but I hope he owns the rights to that song. One mm-hmm. thing that's very interesting is Lil Nas X is the only, <clears throat> I would say, more feminine side of oh gay. being gay. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that is probably a factor. I don't know if it's oh, yeah, the because main it, factor. Because it's linked with misogyny. It's like the mm. main thing that people make fun of gay men for is they're like, oh, but you're acting like a woman. And it's like, but what's wrong with acting like a woman? Yeah. And yeah. why you know, why can't you just embrace just your feminine side? It's interesting that they wouldn't invite him. I don't know. I, I would feel like it would... For optics, it would be such a plus. Yeah. Like even yeah. as a, business-wise, how does this hurt you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I understand BT does have or had a Christian following because of the Sunday church stuff. But do they, does anybody even watch that anymore? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like what, what part of their audience are they hurting at this point? But I also feel like his career is going to be so much bigger than like a BT. But that's the problem is that you you want to, the people with those careers need to be at BT. Oh, that's true. Just Beyonce going there two years out of like what? 12. What does that say? You know what I mean? What, how does that look on us if we're not supporting our own thing? And mm-hmm. I get it, politics, um, you know, but when you have the Grammys who have set Beyonce up, what, three times now? Come perform for us. Don't give you no awards. Come sit front row. We can put the camera on you every 10 seconds. No awards. Like, mm. still give the awards to Adele. Adele's on stage saying, This is yours, oh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. is Adele yours. Says, you make all my black friends feel so much better about them. I love the way you make my black friends feel. The way she said black was so aggressive. And to me, that was uh, Beyonce's reaction was shocking to me. Because I mean, I would have been stone faced. Beyonce was like, Oh. She's just such a nice person. Like, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. She, she realizes how she should be in those situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. just like, oh, poor thing. Like, I don't know. It's it's interesting to me. But, yeah, no. Lil Nas X, <laughs> I think, definitely should have been nominated. Um, I don't know if they're going to even offer an explanation for this. I don't. What think if they're, they're like, we didn't want to nominate you just to tokenize you. We, we actually wanted to really, really give you something because we truly feel you deserve it. Well, Industry Baby was number one. At one point, wasn't it? And Jack Harlow, he pointed out Jack Harlow's nominated. Jack Harlow's nominated for a BET Award? They have to have some white constituents um, every year. Yeah, that's that's in the clause. It's in the clause. Patrick, explain this. (laughs) Patrick, can you call your uncle up and just tell him to sort this out, please, brother? (laughs) Colonel. Colonel Sanders, hello? (laughs) Let us know. Don't say lettuce in his house, young man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Saucy Santana, while we're on the topic, um, so some old tweets surfaced. Oh, I you know, this is what I also love. This is how you know you've really made it. Yeah. When your old tweets come up. When the tweets come up, yeah. You, we got it like we all have to pay someone to go through our tweets just to make sure we're oh, good. Oh, I went through my tweets by myself. It's yeah, it's been taken care of. No, but you, <laughs> no. Two thousand eleven was a dark year. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't use you you can't do it. You gotta get like maybe other eyes on it because there's maybe some things you might have missed because you're like that's not offensive true true it's yeah. like when you vacuum it's like yo go over that spot again I'm yeah. about to, <laughs> you know what I mean you know you ever sweep and then your mom sweeps and you're like where the fuck did that come from, from yeah, 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 yeah yeah no 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 yeah. I swept right there that doesn't make any sense actually you're yeah. putting dirt on the ground just to show I you. swear to god my mom got <laughs> fucking lint in her pocket just dashing it on the ground um Saucy Tantana has some tweets uh, calling Blue Ivy nappy headed um she looks dry um, oh. Yeah, and he was between the ages of 21 and 24. He wasn't a kid or anything like that. 21? You're kind of um, an idiot then. But I feel like there was a moment in time when Blue Ivy was young where Everyone a was lot of people of her. were making, making fun, fun of, of her. her hair. And most notably, the gay community was really really getting at the fact that Beyonce not combing her hair, not gelling her hair, all types of shit. Um, so I'd like to think that he was just like, you know, following the herd. Just doing what he sees other people yeah. doing or whatever. Well, but what was his response? Did he respond? Fuck y'all. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, he said, fuck y'all. Y'all is trying to cancel somebody. Um, I, I don't need to apologize to y'all. Who are y'all? Yeah. Which I said, absolutely correct, sir. <laughs> I mean, I, you might have to apologize to someone, but it's definitely not us. I hate when niggas think they got to come online and talk to us about some shit. You didn't hurt me. I'm not the yeah, person that yeah. you offended. Go deal with God. Go <laughs> like, deal with that's a great that's go that, deal with God is such a great you gotta turn that into merch or something. Go deal with God. <laughs> go deal with on God. On a tote bag? That would be the that would be the episode title. Go deal with God. God. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. Oh we really appreciate thank you. It, I appreciate it. You guys gotta have me back. Oh, we're gonna have you back for the special. And and, and just yeah. just know this, like normally guests stay here for about thirty minutes. Then we get right. then we say goodbye. Oh, how long? And, was and I that's that's no disrespect to them. It's just more so like then nah, we get I'm back this. to our show, <laughs> you know. But you here, ooh, it's been ooh. great, man. It's great, great episode. Oh, thank you. Make sure you guys follow Hodo on um all social, social media. media. Hodo comedy, H O O D O comedy. One word. One word. Same thing on TikTok. Everything, yeah, yeah. Perfect. You, your business, you got to have everything the same. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If you're in New York, if you have 144th and fucking Lennox. And, and Malcolm X Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> the gentrified version. <laughs> Ironically. Yes. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys check out Hodo. She's going to be in your city, um, taking up space on the comedy stages. Aww, make sure you guys you. go check her mm. out. Um, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. Yeah. When does this drop? This drops tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. Oh, you guys are not playing. We do not with play the around here. You guys no, got to no, send no. me a little clip so I can post on my... Oh, hell yeah. I want to post. Yeah. yeah. We had... Oh, my God. Yeah. We burned so many bridges. Rihanna's never going to talk to us. China. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sorry? China. Yeah, China's done with us. China's Don't worry. All those bridges, we, we'll find other ways to get there through Christina Aguilera and ways. Yeah! So we're, we're <laughs> what a great callback! Yes, but weren't the Chinese supposed to build it? Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in another week. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm, and that was the extra gravy. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.